0: This is Monster of the Week.
1: I'm Jeremy Greer.
0: It's got Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Sam is gone and Dean's got work. Oh, we're specialists. They call us in to answer the questions of mouth-breathing dick monkeys. Come back, bitch and jerk. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I talk about the TV show Supernatural every single episode, every single week, and boy, are we on an adventure in season six, Chris. I am having a surprisingly good time with these episodes.
1: Yeah, they're a lot more fun than I was expecting. I think we kind of talked about this a little bit before that uh, watching it a second time with some sort of understanding of what's going on with season six makes it a lot better, um, there's still that, you know, you're missing out on the fun of not knowing what's going on, but there's no, there's no longer any anxiety of, of what's going on. You know, you just, you're in it, you know, what's happening.
0: You just know what's happening. And it, it kind of, we've talked, I think we have talked about this before, but like uh, having the mystery removed for you. So you're not constantly wondering what's going to happen allows you just to kind of sit back and soak in those details that you, maybe you were yeah. overlooking because you just wanted to get to the next, the next, the next exposition drop. And um, mm-hmm. these are two good episodes. I think, like, but I don't think they're two great episodes the uh, the, the first one is we, we get a bunch of exposition and we get a bunch of lore if you like that that capital L pronunciation that I'm using there oh for uh, sure and then the second one is just fucking creepy so I'm kind of excited to yep. talk about these two yep. because I think I think we're gonna get some mileage out of them.
1: Yeah. And um anyway just for listeners, welcome back to the cursed episode. This is what day sure. number twenty five. <laughs>
0: yeah, I wasn't I wasn't gonna include that, but sure we could talk about that. Yeah, this is this has We're, been tonight, the cursed episode.
1: <laughs> tonight we are going to break the curse. This is what day day twenty-five trying to day record 25. this episode. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah. laughs> it just came up on the little screen and said one day remains. Twenty four So if
1: you would remains. like if you would like to help us break the curse, you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> you can. At patreon.com. dot
0: slash monster of the week absolutely and uh, go there to get cool rewards and to more importantly just support the show so we can do more shows if you like the sound of our voices we want to record stuff um on all sorts of supernatural paraphernalia including animes and books and comic books and everything in between we already have one patreon exclusive episode up there on the ghost facers web series from last season and if you go subscribe to that you can get access to that which would be pretty cool um, we usually thank our patrons during this segment of the podcast. And I'd like to give a big shout out to our good friend Sneasel. Sneasel has been with us since the very beginning. She uh, She's a friend of our podcast. She's an IRL friend of our podcast friend, Vader, from the Dark <laughs> Insight podcast. And uh, yeah, he, he, it, she's just been there. And she's always commenting and... Giving us a high five and posting about Pokemon Go—that seems to be her, her the things that she does. So, so props to you, Sneasel, and thank you for helping us out make this podcast. Yes, Chris, you, Jeremy, road so far. Please give me, give me, give me, give, oh, me, give for, me, give me, give yeah, me,
1: give f- me. For sure, my dude. Um, so Sam's been acting really weird, right? Get this. So him and him and Dean, the boys are back in town. Um, they, they're back hunting again.
0: <laughs> I love but, it that you're starting check- sentences with get this. This is great. Get yeah, this. Get this, Jeremy.
1: <laughs> check out this slice of pie. Um, That's not an that expression. <laughs> so Sam now. and Dean, they find out that they're hunting the vampires from Twilight. Edward. Bella, I guess. Jacob. He's a vampire now. Uh, he, they're after them, and Dean gets jumped by a vampire. Sam lets him get turned. We, he tries to deny it, but Sam lets him get turned, and then, when he's confronted by a goddess of truth and asked what the hell's your deal? What's going on with you, bro? He lies to her. He lies to a goddess of truth. And we are left in a situation where Dean is punching the crap out of Sam's face because he knows it's, there's something wrong with Sam. Sam's not his brother. He's not who he should be. Uh, and we are left with a cliffhanger wondering who this. I mean, first of all, let me take a step back in case you forgot. Dean's not a vampire. They cured him. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: P.S. Dean's not a vampire.
1: <laughs> P.S. Hey, get this. He's not a vampire. He's not a vampire um, anymore.
0: Yes. Yeah, spoilers. Um,. So, yeah, something's wrong with Sam, and we're about to find out. Something's wrong with Sam, and uh, I just, I, I think, I was, I've been thinking about Dean beating down Sam quite a bit lately, because it, mm-hmm. it, in the moment it kind of struck me as, as, and it was supposed to be like a very uh, graphic, like kind of violent idea or what have you, but... Um, in thinking about it, that's like Dean's only thing. Dean's only reaction to this is like, "This is not my brother. It's got to be a shapeshifter. It's got to be a demon. There's something going on. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of it." And I, yeah. I think that I think that's I think that's like Dean's like that's what Dean knows how to do at this point in his career as a hunter is to beat the fuck out of something, right? Um,
1: and I just. I don't want to get too carried away with it, but I'm just thinking now, like this dude let you get turned into a vampire, which caused you to screw up your relationship with Lisa and Ben. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's been a whole spiral. This dude really did something incredibly awful and shitty and, uh, he's, he's getting called out for it now.
0: <laughs> and, and, uh, get ready everybody, because that's not the only awful and shitty thing Sam is going to do over the next two episodes. Uh, what? we are, we are going to start with <laughs> family matters written by Andrew Dabb, directed by Daniel Laughlin and directed by Guy B. Uh, I like to see dudes named Guy. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but my middle name is Guy. So, <laughs> I did not
1: know that. I'm, 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 I'm a Guy.
0: My grandfather that's was what a the paw. G- guy. A JG is. <laughs> that's the JGG. Yeah, uh, my grandfather was Guy Larry. My great grandfather was, um, I want to say, Larry Guy. <laughs> I don't know why they switched it. I don't. I don't. Interesting. You know. Yeah, I don't. I may be having that wrong too. But I always called him Paw Guy, and of course, my grandfather was Papa. I don't know why I'm talking about this instead of reading the episode description. We're just going to move (laughs) right along. It was directed by Guy B and released on November the 5th, 2010. Dean becomes suspicious of Samuel's motives, but Sam isn't sold on the idea that their grandfather is doing anything wrong. The brothers go along in a hunt with Samuel and the other Campbells, but things go terribly awry. Uh, This is a weird episode, and I kind of dig the structure of it because everybody feels like they are not on an even keel like everybody feels mm-hmm. a little off kilter so i'm, I'm kind of digging this
1: yeah there's a they're, they're trying some things here and we finally get some goddamn
0: answers we get some answers so we 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 get, like, the like the fill-in. We get our road so far, and then uh, a bleary-eyed Sam wakes up, um, and we kind of get the POV shot from Sam's perspective of Castiel leaning over him and, like, peppering him with questions. Like, are you speaking yeah, in he's, tongues? he's
1: <laughs> diagnosing him.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> and off to the side, Dean is just, like, over there saying, like, you better fucking do whatever he says to do. Like, he's Dean is, is very mad. Cassiel has determined that basically like nothing is physically wrong with this kid like he can't really f- see anything. Um Yeah, but
1: he asks him if how much he sleeps and Sam says I don't
0: and haven't since I've come back, which Yeah. And, and you know Dean's reaction of like you, you think you should fuck tell me that? What the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am and the next I, I am usually on team Dean, but wow, during this, <laughs> team Dean all the way. <laughs>
1: um and and the next question is castiel says how do you feel or what do you feel uh and and sam's like i don't know um because at first he's like my face hurts because dean you know broke it but then castiel's like no like not not that's a physical sensation like how do you feel like what are you experiencing feeling sam doesn't have an answer he just i don't know so this is going to lead to Castiel's little uh, soul probe move that we saw him perform on a young child a few episodes back.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that they they set us up for this so that we know what to expect because boy, there's a lot of soul probe in this episode, Chris. This is mm-hmm. this is rated SP for soul probes. <laughs> <laughs> I uh yeah, and he he feels around in Sam's um soul soul cavity soul cavity oh man i I feel like we're just naming 90s bands now soul womb soul cavity soul asylum (laughs) collective soul soul wound um i'm sure there's some more in there they're all bands though de la soul (laughs) Soul. yeah for the the, just not the same kind of band i forgot about that one there's a (laughs) lot of souls bands in the 90s right like that was even before dark souls that's weird for Uh, sure so, yeah, he sticks his hand in Sam's uh, soul cavity and uh, finds that there is no soul. So when he was raised back from the pit, uh, he did not bring his soul with him. Dean kind of demands that Castiel, you know, just, like, go get it or whatever. And Castiel's like, what the fuck are you even talking about, Dean? Like, you have no yeah. idea how any of this works.
1: <laughs> he, well, so Castiel turns around, walks across the room to, to talk to Dean to stand less than an inch away from him. He's like, Hey, I know I could like, we're in the same room. I could just talk to you from like over here, but I'm not gonna, I'm going to get as close as physically possible to my good friend Dean here to tell him that, you know, we took an entire army of angels to pull you out of hell, Dean. And that was just from regular hell. Sam was in Lucifer's cage. So it would take some really, really serious shit to go down there and get what was left behind. Cause that's kind of, that's where we're at right now. Right? Like his soul was left in Lucifer's cage. Whoops. That sucks. Um, kind of a yeah, bad time.
0: That's going to be a bad thing. Like that's that's the kind of thing you don't really want to leave leave behind at your uh, at your friend's house. Have you ever heard the yeah. song Detachable Penis? I no. You've never okay well that'll be a fun dip when we take a break in a little while i'll I'll show you i'll I'll let you listen to detachable penis but essentially this dude um has a detachable penis and leaves it behind at a party by mistake and has to go find it after the fact and i'm kind of picturing sam's soul the same way like he's looking in a medicine cabinet he's looking under like a stranger's bed Mm -hmm, trying mm -hmm. to find his soul because he he left his detachable soul in the pit which is not a good thing well i'll say
1: i'll just say i'd rather leave my detachable penis at a friend's house or a restaurant than in lucifer's cage in hell so
0: you know. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to leave your detachable penis somewhere, it might as well be at a friend's house and not in yeah. a pit in hell where it's Lucifer and presumably Michael are both chained in, in there. So. Mm-hmm mm mm-hmm. uh, half brothers down there just feeling uncomfortable near it <laughs> <laughs> yeah just hanging just chilling <laughs> what do you what are the odds that uh both michael and lucifer have completely forgotten that adam exists and are just ignoring him like that's the worst they don't deal, right
1: they don't have an, any idea that he's down there honestly I, I don't know if it's ever addressed but i do have the theory that adam is not there at, at all he was no longer in his body when michael was in there i that's I'm just going off of that because it's just such a total loose end that nobody gives a shit. But because Michael says, hey, Adam is long gone when he's inside of his body. And that could mean that like, yeah, you know, he's way, way back in the psyche and he's not coming forward. Um Or it could mean that like now we just jetted this dude back, you know, up to heaven and that's it. <laughs> and that's it so at this point sam is finally like hey can you guys
0: untie me please it's yeah, been we, a while i don't think we mentioned this like sa- this entire time sam has been tied up in a chair and is <laughs> which is just a really funny way to have this conversation like maybe that's why uh kaz got so close to dean he was like i gotta get away from the soulless guy this is weird
1: yeah he's, he's freaking me out you need to go whisper in dean's ear um but sam i think that in this kind of ghost to for something, something about him not having a soul makes this whole thing make more sense. But he, he's like, "Hey, can you guys untie me?" Uh, and they're like, "No." Their Dean outright refuses. But Sam, Sam is like, oh, oh, f- "All right, fine. If you're," he just stands up, like unties his ropes by himself, and then stands up, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I can't be held. So you guys might as well work with me, um, because like I'm not going to be your prisoner. I'm not playing that game again. So let's, let's just work together to figure out like." who busted me out of hell. And we should mention that
0: uh, Dean had Castiel like heal this dude's face too. So we don't have to look at busted up Sam for the next four, four, hour and a half, which is, is good. I'm like, I like Sam's handsome face. So uh, <laughs> they of course figure out like they only, the only way to backtrack this, like if this is going to be a hunt and they're going to, they're going to do the investigation that they usually do. They're going to hold, they're going to do their Witcher investigation. Um, they have to start with the only other person that got raised with Sam, which is Samuel, their grandfather. So th- they go back to Samuel's HQ and find like just a fuckload of people like where are they recruiting from <laughs>
1: like I don't know where they're re- finding straight all these recruiting
0: from LL Bean reject models at this point cuz wow the flannel in this room <laughs> there's a lot of it
1: <laughs>
0: I, did, I forgot we made that
1: like LL Bean photoshop thing <laughs> Oh yeah totally <laughs> Yeah but where is where is he, where's yeah, he we
0: getting have- these, these dudes
1: I don't know. He's he's literally opening up the LLB catalog and just scrolling through the models and being like, "I want that guy. I want this that guy. guy. Yeah. Get him
0: on the phone." I want to. I want to be the, uh, I want to hear those recorded tapes when he called the eight hundred LLB number and was like, "I need. I need model number A 16 And they're like, "Sir, that's a vest. That's a plaid vest. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot. We cannot send you a person over the. Oh. Oh. You're. You have a. You have a black card. Okay. Sure. Sure. Right away. <laughs> 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 I also would like the vest as well and uh our our good friend um I guess he's one of the he he is a uh Campbell, right like this is christian, I believe uh Christian Cam- Campbell
1: question mark on the last name
0: um he's listed as christian Campbell, so we're we're just gonna assume that he's a cousin uh he comes up okay. and uh, <laughs> Dean greets him with hello Newman, which I think is a yeah. pretty good line, like they're already because they've been enemies since the very beginning from the from mm-hmm. the exact beginning, which I think is really really funny, interesting.
1: Um, but yeah, basically Castiel shows up, um, after they go to see Samuel and he uh, kind of makes some like, uh, braggadocious comments about his true size being the size of the Chrysler building. Um, and then he, uh, searches Samuel for a soul as well. And, um, there's a scream and Christian comes running when he hears the scream, but Castiel is happy to report that Samuel in fact does have a soul.
0: Yes. Um and Samuel has been worried about Sam for some time because Sam is just too cold and too calculating. He's too good at this job. Mm-hmm. Um and it's obviously because he has no feelings. He doesn't care about anything that he does, so that he, he might as well just be the best at, at, at best that he can be, I guess. Yeah. Um yeah. Kaz basically looks up and says, Um, they can't pay me to keep me in this I mean Uh, I have a civil war to go deal with, and he jets, and we don't ever see Castiel again. (laughs) Castiel leaves the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the reason that Samuel has gathered all of these people we're going to put aside the, the soulless issue for a little while As uh Samuel has a lead on the alpha vampires listeners. You probably remember the twilight episode. I think it was just the last episode, which is really weird to think yeah. about because this feels like we've been recording for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Dean was briefly turned into a vampire and communicated and had like the alpha dream, alpha vampire dream, which was, I think we called the Tumblr aesthetic blog. Um, absolutely. It, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so, he's got a lead on the vampire. He's going to assemble a crew, but he hadn't told Sam and Dean because he does not trust Dean. And, uh, Dean says like, Hey, look, I'll, I will put my faith in you. There's no way I'm going to miss out on a chance to, to hunt this guy. I will do whatever you say. No questions asked. I'm not going to do anything Mm -hmm. wrong. I trust you. I trust you. And then the, I don't know why. I don't know
1: why I have the, the, the quote of, from Samuel just in my head when Dean's like, you don't trust me. And he's like, no, I just don't know. ya." I don't
0: know why it comes out in my head like that. With this it's because it's accent. a weird fucking line. Because it's... not know ya. You're his grandfather. Like... <laughs> I mean, I get it. But also, like... Why does nobody care that this dude has been dead for 60 years? Like, 30 years? <laughs> He's been dead for such a long time and nobody cares. I uh, There is there is a spinoff show, by the way. And maybe, like, a series of webisodes or whatever. But uh, of, like, Samuel coming to grips with modern technology. Like, I want to kind of see that. Like, he gets he gets resurrected... What was it? Because they went back to seventy-seven when all of that happened. I think 76. something like that. Seventy seven. So he gets Who resurrected the, in two thousand ten. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, the, explain the internet to a person from nineteen seventy-seven. You can't do it, aliens.
1: aliens That's how you is, explain it. The
0: easiest way to do it. Yeah, honestly, I would probably explain that, that to the internet like aliens to somebody else in twenty seventeen.
1: Because then somebody is ready. To, they're ready to take that leap. Like. Aliens, like this, is gonna be pretty crazy. Whatever you show me, I'm prepared mentally because you already fucking started with aliens. And then when you finally come back down to, no, I'm just kidding. We we invented this, but now you're used to it, so you believe it.
0: A series of network computers operating on several level, seven level layers of interruptibility, and blah, blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, logging on. I,
0: hold on, let me let me bring out my Network Plus book because I was Network Plus certified for a brief moment in oh, time. excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had my A+, my Network+, plus. I had um, some, I think I had my CCNA at one point. I had some Microsoft certifications. I was a
1: CNA, right, which is Certified Nurses Assistant, not nearly as impressive as what you were doing.
0: I mean, like, I could program a router, but you could save a life. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the U, (laughs) It is way more impressive.
1: (laughs) I dealt with a lot more death than I did
0: life. Um, Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, Dean says he absolutely trusts Samuel and is going to follow his lead, and then it crash cuts to Sam and Dean leaving, and as they're walking out of the compound, Dean says, I don't trust that guy, and if you had your soul, you wouldn't trust that guy either, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. I think is really funny.
1: I really like that Dean is now just going to be like, I'm your conscience now, like, (laughs) I'm going to call, I'm just going to tell you, like, hey, you're wrong, you should feel this and you don't. He's like Jiminy Cricket
0: he's he's literally the angel on uh it's not literally but he is he is the angel on Sam's shoulder right like he's just mm-hmm. telling Sam like you should probably feel this this is something important that you should deal with,
1: yeah, and Sam just wants to be a real boy, his nose keeps growing though every time he tells a lie <laughs>
0: uh uh chris that's not his that's not his nose anyway the uh <laughs> For some reason, they 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 it's decide detachable to, penis. It's just a detachable penis. They uh, they break into. They decide to break into Samuel's office to see if he's hiding anything. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, Sam makes a distraction or something while uh, Dean sneaks in, which is the typical play. And Christian catches Dean doing it, and we get this kind of back and forth between Christian and uh, Dean, who just instantly don't like each other on sight. Which I can really appreciate it because I've had. I've met a lot of people in the, in in the world. I, uh, I've maybe disliked four of them on site to the point where I could not stand to be in their presence. And I still get (laughs) mad when I think about seeing them. And, uh, that's, that seems like this kind of relationship, but I think like, I don't know if you have people like that in your life, but I think it's a common Mm -hmm. thing and it's, man, I can just, I, I just, I just feel this emotion between these two. Yeah. And there's lots of back and forth. Uh, Dean says he's just trying to go into make a phone call and get some privacy, and Chris says who you're calling. I'm calling your wife so th- to tell her that I'm not coming over tonight. Same, uh, excuse me. Kristen insults Lisa somehow, and Dean slams him up against the the wall. Like it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah.
1: Well, like just FYI, Dean, you did just say you were sleeping with his wife, so like he he just hits you back with the same thing that you hit him with. Maybe cool it off for a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like,
0: if you're gonna, throw, he doesn't it, know
1: that you just vampired all over your family. Okay,
0: <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna dish it out, you're gonna, if you're gonna dish out the the wife insults, you're gonna have to learn how to take them too. That's that's the way that works. For sure. Uh, the next day, everybody kind of gets all of their gear together. Like we get with some of those great like uh, like montage scenes of so people like mm-hmm. you know arming themselves, uh, and they're going to go to this compound and and do this attack on the, this vampire compound or nest, if you will.
1: Samuel tells Dean and Gwen, I think, that they're they're doing um, cleanup duty. They're going to have to wait by the door. They're not getting to go into the actual vampire compound. They're going to have to sit outside and um, and watch for any runners. And obviously, Dean is pretty pissed about that because he wants to like, be in there on the action, especially since he does not trust Samuel. Frankly, he doesn't trust Sam either, but mostly because he doesn't trust Samuel and he doesn't know what he's up to in there. But part of it is, I believe, as Dean puts it in his own word, he's like Big Daddy Vampire. Like, I got to be a part of this. Like regardless of any of this other shit, like I need to be in on this m- mission, and I do kind of believe Dean when he says that. Um, but yeah, him and Gwen get get stuck on door duty, and they um they kind of bond a little bit, but you can tell that that Dean really doesn't belong with these people.
0: Yeah, it's uh it it's it's got to be frustrating for Dean to be left behind. Like he wants to be in the mix. He's used to be in like pretty much the 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 head honcho of the whole situation. Head honk. Um. Head, the- <laughs> <laughs> the HHIC, the head hunk in charge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not. And so he, and he's all the way at the back with you know like doing cleanup, like you said, which is which is really frustrating. And um, even Gwen is pretty it, it, mad at this. Like when yeah, she's said like, it, she's "Really? Like, I, I have to stay back with the reject?" And I'm like, "Do you guys know who <laughs> yeah. the fuck Dean Winchester is? Like, why are you so why are you dogging my boys so much? I don't like this. Pretty sure there was one guy who stopped the apocalypse. And just I mean, he's I mean, right I mean like. There one and a half dudes that stopped the apocalypse yeah (laughs) if he had through through brotherly love if he had not had that natalie and bruglia tape of i'm torn to drive down and stop the apocalypse what would have happened they weren't there for that
1: you think he put that tape in because he knew it was sam's favorite song anyway let's keep moving
0: uh so they they do dispatch a vampire pretty quickly like one kind of shows up and then there's gunshots off in the distance and dean runs out to see what's happening and uh this is one of my favorite parts of this episode dean coming up on this compound and just finding human bodies that are dead laying around vampire bodies that are beheaded laying around uh, a woman like runs to the window and is snatched back and leaves a bloodstain and like it's just it's just extremely violent and scary and mm-hmm. i I think Supernatural's treatment of vampires for the most part has been extremely good and this is, yeah. this is like I said, this is one of my favorite scenes in this episode.
1: Something small that they do and I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I like it, is it's very difficult to tell who is who. When, when Dean is on the outside looking into this battle and you see bodies and you hear screams and, and the woman who's slammed up against the window and gets pulled back, you don't know if she's a hunter or if she's a vampire. Um, it really kind of blurs that line. Between, you know, who the monster is in this situation.
0: Yeah, and like, even as you're seeing all of the dead bodies around, you really have no idea what's what's, what's happening. And uh, he does do the, we do get a flashback to the Vampire Vision, our Tumblr mm-hmm. exe file. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then as he's, he kind of, but he doesn't rush in, which is unusual for Dean to save anybody. Um, instead, he kind of sneaks around the side where he sees that they have captured the alpha vamp and they are loading into his truck. And now we've seen Samuel do this before, uh, with, with other, with other alphas, uh, try to hide it from both Sam and Dean. This time, Sam is directly a part of it. It kind of senses that he's being watched, but when he turns around, of course, Dean has disappeared.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Hunter
0: vision went off just a second too late, (laughs) just a second too late. Uh, that's why you just hold that L2 button, Sam. You do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Then you won't ever miss a track. Keep it held. Keep it held. uh, Dean runs back over to Gwen, and right when he gets there, everybody else kind of shows up, and it's like, mission accomplished. Like, we, we killed the vampire. Uh, what's been going on here? And Gwen covers for Dean, which I think is really nice of her, uh, and says, like, oh, we just took out a vampire. We took out a runner. No big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why she does that, though, other than just to, like, I kind of like Dean and his family, maybe?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Giving him the benefit of the doubt, I'm not really sure. Sh- I don't I- they don't do anything to develop Gwen like past this. So.
0: No, not not at all. Um, I guess we shouldn't even t- spend time on it. It's just it's just a weird <laughs> thing to do that they had to do for the plot. I guess.
1: I guess because later on there's a little bit of a like, oh no, Gwen, I thought we were friends. That you're, st- oh yeah, I don't yeah. fucking
0: no, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Dean specifically so Glenn, asked you go. <laughs> sorry i was moving my chair sorry <laughs> dean specifically asks samuel if he can see the vampire because he wants to lay eyes and and uh i think samuel says something like bring marshmallows because we roasted him which is obviously not the yeah. truth everybody loads up to drive back to the hq sam is in the the impala the 69 impala with dean and he, he dean just straight up asked sam "Is he like hey what you know what what happened oh yeah we we got the vampire we fried it of course dean yeah has never had an, had an argument where it didn't start with him pulling over the Impala and squealing tires. <laughs> so that's the first thing mm-hmm, that he does, mm-hmm. and then he starts yelling at Sam. And uh, some of this like confused soul of Sam stuff is really good for me. I don't I don't know how you feel about it's, this as a as the bigger Sam fan. Big fan, of, 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 uh, yeah. Big, huge, big fan huge, of his. Just, huge fan.
1: Oh, you weren't supposed to know about that. <laughs> like <he's> just like <laughs> it like, doesn't really bother him that Dean knows, but he's like I mean, but you weren't supposed to know
0: so. I think uh, one of I one of one of Sam's lines that's really good here is uh, we needed to we would we didn't tell you because you would have um, flown off the handle and shot first and asked questions later and we needed to ask questions first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I don't know why that cracks me up so much. It's just so like
1: Sam treats this as if he just accidentally revealed what Samuel got Dean for Christmas. Like he spoiled it. He's just like, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> well this is how it is. He didn't want you to know. Cause then like you'd go getting all excited about it. Uh, it's just, it's kind of interesting because I mean, we joke about Dean, you know, squealing the tires. He's pulling over to yell at Sam, but this is very um, intentionally, I think kind of parodying those situations where they would get into a fight and Sam would be like, I don't know, Dean, I'm just trying to do what's right. I just have this curse inside of me, but this time he's just, Oh, Okay yeah (laughs) whatever man like i
0: yeah yeah, sure he he can't be
1: affected by it dean's super furious but and this kind of is this where dean says you know he's gonna call the shots he he, oh yeah i think he's like i drive the bus i call the shots you know Mm -hmm. you can't tell the difference between right and wrong anymore sam so like you have to listen to what i'm doing and this is 100 the relationship that they used to have which is really interesting to me this is the level of distrust that dean always had in sam especially season four where it caused all these problems. It caused Sam to get pushed away to go further down the dark side because Dean was like, no, I'm going to control you. You have to listen to what I say. I don't trust you. Season five, suddenly there's that mutual trust and respect. And, um, or not suddenly, but it was, an, you know, an earned thing. And now mm-hmm. right back to square one, but Sam doesn't give a shit. He's just like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> I uh, It's interesting to me. We We've had this conversation between Sam and Dean, I feel like four or five times now where mm-hmm. – uh Sam or Dean tell the other one that like this is how it's going to be and either it's I have to make the decisions from now on you have to trust me, you have to make the decisions from now on, I have to trust you, or we have to work together. Like, it, it happens on a regular, like, this is the only way they know how to communicate with each other, is yeah. telling each other how, who's going to be running the show, who's going to be driving yeah. the boat. Uh, and I just I just find that kind of amusing that it comes up ag- again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but Dean says this, and he also tells Sam, like, he can either trust him, uh, Sam can trust Dean, or he can trust Samuel, but he can't trust the both of them. Or as we like to say down south, the both of them. He cannot trust the boat of them. Uh, and Sam's sp- like, um, why not? <laughs> Sam's like, I don't really trust anybody. Like, I don't give a fuck about any of you people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but says, you know, Sam-, Sam-, Sam says, well, you know, Samuel's our family. He's our grandfather. And Dean says, well, he's not family like you and I think of family. And I think that's a, a pretty important, like, a distinction between the way that mm-hmm. Dean views what you would consider family I think Sam has called this out earlier, too. I think we may have skipped over it, where Sam says something to the effect of, like, wow, I've never expected you to distrust family. But it's because he's not fucking family. He's some strange ghost person. Yeah, you don't, even, you don't know that guy. <laughs> yeah. He should have been dead, like, 25 years ago. Like, it's yeah. what? who is this dude? You should be dead, Sam. You shouldn't You'd, even be here. Yeah. yeah. Sam, you um, guys
1: don't even know your mom, let alone your mom's dad. So... <laughs>
0: Uh, Sam tells Dean that Samuel's been interrogating these alphas. He doesn't know how, why or or for what because he's you know he's out of the loop. Uh, but they they come up with a plan of Sam just to go straight up ask Samuel what's going on and to ask to be included in this it's because if Samuel trusts Sam. Then he'll just let that happen, and uh, mm-hmm. we we get that scene. And of course, it does not happen that way. Samuel just no. immediately is like, "No, Ra. we're you're, you don't have a. I thought you were weird before, and then an angel <laughs> came in my room and told me you had no soul. <laughs> I'm just so no. I'm not going to promote you. That's not the thing that gets promotions around <laughs> Samuel HQ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but this he comes in basically being like, "Dean's gone.
1: We're not. Gonna, we don't. We don't work together. This isn't going to work out." And I think they sell it pretty well because you know when Sam walked back out and like got in the car uh, with Dean again, I was like, oh yeah, right,
0: <laughs> sure <laughs> they're still hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam has uh has has placed a bug on one of the uh, cell phones so that they can track him down to the the place that they're holding these alphas. Which I it's fine, like the 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 kind of stuff that they do, that this CSI spy yeah, kind of stuff. It's, yeah. it's it doesn't feel very huntery to me, in a lot of times when Sam starts doing all the computer stuff, but also like it's a serialized television show so like they have to do that kind of stuff sometimes it's mm-hmm. not as ridiculous as the thing that we're going to get to in the next episode which i always find the most ridiculous thing in the world which is sniper dean i am oh yeah i always get so mad at sniper dean i, I got to save it i'm sorry i got to save it
1: it's very funny um yeah they uh and dean is surprised that sam came back at all he was like oh okay i kind of thought you were just going to go in there and not leave me hanging
0: yeah, he said there was a 60-40 chance of him coming back, yeah. which I thought is <laughs> really fun. Uh, yeah. We get this scene of Samuel interrogating the alpha vampire, who uh, mm-hmm. is played by uh, Rick Worthy. And I, this came up in a recent... Um, we, The Duck Feed group recently did like a live stream over the weekend for charity, and uh, Garrett, my friend Gary Butterfield and I did a Days of Future cast live, and we were talking about uh, one of the X-Men movies, X-Men Origins Wolverines, where... Lee, leave, live, live, leave, Shriver, Schreiber, Shriver. Shriver. The guy that plays Sabretooth is like a classically trained actor, right? Like that dude does Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. And he's like spouting off lines like, I need the adamantium, Logan. <laughs> and I feel, <laughs> I feel like Rick Worthy, like you can just kind of tell that this dude has done so much theater work. Like he's just got that voice. He's got that presence. He's very
1: good. He's very oh man, he's, good.
0: He's so great. But I wonder like, I'd love to be like a fly on this dude's wall when he's reading the script for the first time.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. The way, the way that he delivers all these lines, it, he makes them better than they are. Like this, absolutely uh,
0: yeah it's 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 very scary like this dude is frightening as the alpha vampire
1: his like annunciation and like the way that his his rhythm of, of speaking is just different and it probably is shakespearean in a way and it um it works very very well and it's really cool um meanwhile they're they, they're locked down they're not just like at samuel's hangout they're at like wet pipe factory number 12 and they've got the whole place locked down with dead man's blood so that vampires can't come
0: mm-hmm and Samuel is interrogating this this dude and, uh, like, using electricity, which is not working at all. Because um, he's from the
1: to- 70s, and he's like, the electric chair is a thing, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's capped out. He doesn't know anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: everyone is like, Samuel, please. And he's like, no, listen, this is how we killed crooks in my yeah, day. This so is, This
0: is what we did. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the Alpha Vampire doesn't even, like, this doesn't even phase it. Like, it's, like, the only reason that they're keeping it held down is for some for some dead man's blood. And that, that's really about it. Uh, and is specifically asking, where is it? So he's looking for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love this delivery that the Alpha Vampire gives of, you know, I can't believe you would question me when I was, or this may be a little bit later. Let me, let me take that back. It's it's, it's
1: around here somewhere, but
0: yeah, yeah. Because there's some sneaky scenes, but eventually Samuel goes away and Sam and Dean show up and Sam and Dean have have listened to the end part of this conversation. Yeah. I think uh, the, uh,
1: I think the, the vampire just calls them out. It's like, all right, come on out boys. Like, I know you're back there.
0: And he specifically knows Dean because Dean was Mm -hmm. one of his children for a short time. So he, he knows a lot about Dean. And, um, he says that, uh, when you're kind huddled in the dark around a fire, I was the thing that they hid from. Uh so he is he was the very first vampire. He doesn't when Sam asked like what created him, he said you know something's. everything has a mother, I believe is his response. Mm-hmm. So like he, it's kind of implying that there may be something above him but also like who the fuck knows? Like they we're talking about primordial shit now and it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um but that's that reminded me like what the season was about. This this scene right here I was like <laughs> oh that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's not just 20 22 episodes. episodes of Sam <laughs> not having a soul. Like there's actually shit going on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is uh yeah, this is this, there's there's some other some other plot stuff and he explains yeah. that uh what Samuel is looking for is not um not the the start of these species. He's wondering where they go when they die. Uh which is purgatory. So all of these monsters have to come from somewhere, and purgatory is like a real physical place uh, filled with the soul of every hungry thing that has ever walked this earth. Mm -hmm. So essentially, like, where where humans go to heaven or hell when they die, and that's where their souls go, these monsters go to purgatory. Which is a bummer for everybody involved, because, man, you think when you kill a monster, it would just stay dead, but... In x-men and supernatural nothing ever ever stays dead <laughs> um it's interesting that
1: just about every monster that they meet from now on is like oh sam you don't have a soul hmm, i can <laughs> smell it like where was this where was this guy last week where was <laughs> this in the first
0: him? six episodes yeah this yeah. dude immediately calls this out and then loves it like he's really attracted to this for some reason Yeah, he's like
1: how empty do you feel that's so interesting like I mean, mm-hmm. you fucking weird husk of a of an entity
0: yeah, it's it's kind of got some weird sexual overtones too, like with the the filling you up with rage and things like that. Like it's very it's very mm-hmm. Star Wars, Dark Force, and it's also very very homoerotic. So which mm-hmm. hey, I like both of those things. Both of why them is he? Me, um, so.
1: I mean, why is he even filled with rage? He's got nothing. He's empty.
0: Well, he he wants to fill him with rage, right? I think he says that uh, at some point, or fill him with like uh, kills or something. I don't. Maybe I maybe I'm just Fill him mis- with kills. Something. Yeah. Fill him with yeah. kills. Yeah. <laughs> uh. While this conversation is happening, the vampire has used its weird, gross fingernails to uh, slowly but surely cut through the leather, uh, but we don't really get a resolution on that because Samuel, Christian, and Gwen show up with guns and catch Sam and Dean in the act and start kind of running them down and uh dean i love dean's response and this is a classic dean response is like well man i have met some stupid sons of bitches in my time but you have really got to take the cake like this Mm -hmm. whole fucking thing is is super dumb and i love when he calls people out for that like why are you being? just kill it just kill the thing like that's what we do (laughs) why are you fucking around
1: he's the only person who's acting in his right he's acting like a regular fucking hunter he's not some weird
0: shady son of a bitch yeah he doesn't have a master plan besides kill the monsters like he's got Mm -hmm. one goal (laughs) there's there's no sub sub objectives on this thing it's just kill the monster and and be done with it kill the monster Uh,
1: get drunk
0: kill the monster get drunk uh you know find my brother's soul maybe there's some sub objectives here after all (laughs) yeah there's a fight between dean and samuel and because you know they've disarmed dean and sam but uh dean is about kind of gets the jump on samuel but uh our, our friend gwen walks in and tells them to put everything down and that is when the vampire gets loose and uh, kills one of the hunter guys that has no names. Mm-hmm. Like the, another red shirt in there somewhere. And they all run in and are trying to track this thing down. And our friend Christian is killed.
1: R.I.P. Um, I also just wanted to point out this thing. Whenever I'd watch the, uh, the gag reels, you notice Jared is always chewing gum. So I was like, how does this dude just chew gum all the time during the scenes? And this scene, I finally saw him chewing that gum. It
0: was the first time I've ever seen it. Why does he chew gum? Like it seems like like if I chewed gum on a podcast, that would be terrible. Be terrible.
1: I don't know. If you watch the gag reels,
0: motherfuckers always chewing on some gum. And I don't know. Maybe if
1: it like it so helps weird. him like do I don't know, maybe maybe somebody out there, maybe a fan knows like, why he chews gum. Maybe it helps him like control his accent or something. I don't know if he has an accent.
0: Um, monster of the week dot cool slash contact if you if you know why. <laughs> Jared yeah, Battle like, I can choose gum g- on set. Do you think it's because he likes to act through his jaw? So that's a constant like way to like make his jaw like, bulge it's, up it's and down?
1: very possible that it, there's just some little technique there that, that he does. Um, it might not be anything weird, but I just noticed him always chewing it in the, uh, the outtakes. And then finally in this in the scene, you can just see him chewing slightly in the background.
0: <laughs> that's really funny to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're trying to track the alpha down. Samuel is still trying to get them to capture it so that they could you know interrogate it which dean is having fucking none of uh the alpha sneaks behind them snaps christian's neck which is kind of a big deal because like i kind mm-hmm. of expected that dude to be around for a while longer since they were this has him been in more
1: a, episodes than castiel so far so
0: <laughs> with and they're set they were doing such a job of setting him up for like a foil for uh dean mm-hmm. that just to have it go away like that is kind of weird and um like everybody's like not like,
1: really a bad guy him and dean just didn't like each other <laughs>
0: exactly um he this is where the vampire this is where the alpha like shoves sam against the wall but i don't remember oh then and that's right dean gets it with uh dead man's blood and kills it Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: so no more no more somebody did it yeah yeah thank you dean for remembering to hunt the thing (laughs) i appreciate that (laughs) and maybe save a couple of fucking people
1: When he's got Sam slammed up against her, he calls him the boy with no soul. He says, I've got big plans for you. You will be the perfect animal, which is a pretty frightening prospect that even Dean, when he was turned into a vampire, obviously he was saved by the fact that he's like such a good dude on the inside where, you know, the vampirism is going to pull out any single tiny fragment of a weakness in your soul and make you um, um, feed and do, do all these things. But not having a soul, you would have no inhibitions whatsoever. You would do whatever to feed your instinct. And that's pretty scary.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's super scary. It's um, it's it's kind of terrifying. I'm glad Dean reacted when he did, and uh, we have a surprise visitor who shows up, but our old friend Crowley, the the demon, um, who basically announces that he is now king of hell. Mm-hmm. He is he is responsible for bringing Samuel back. He's had um, Christian and most of the other hunters possessed ages ago. Um, And we find out, also on top of that, and if I'm rushing through this, listeners, it's because the episode rushes through to tell us all of this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, we we also find out that Samuel has been working directly for Crowley, because Crowley is the one that wants to find out where Purgatory is.
1: Yeah. Crowley's looking for Purgatory. He brought back Samuel and Sam. This dude is the king of hell now. Just... Mm like you said, it's all in like two minutes. So like, hey, not even two minutes. It's like one minute. He's like, okay, <clears throat> let me clean my throat. Got to get through some things.
0: Yeah, it's like he's writing the episode descriptions from from earlier in the season. He just tells yeah. us everything we need to know right up front. Um, there's a lot of snappy dialogue here. Like Crowley remains an absolute, like, unproblematic fave because he's just such a delight when he's dealing <laughs> with the, the Winchesters and everybody mm-hmm. else. Um, like, there's one point where... Dean asked him a question and he's like, Oh yeah, that's right over there by mind your own damn business. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I just love that kind of stuff. Uh, but he's looking for purgatory because he's, he says he's a developer. He says it's, uh, it's rich with souls. It's hell adjacent. And he, he wants to expand his territory, which mm-hmm. is an interesting thing. Like that kind of stuff, uh, comes up in the comic Lucifer by, by Mike Carey on the Vertigo label that I, man, if you haven't read Lucifer, Chris, I think you would really, really dig that series. Um, but uh it's it's it, that kind of stuff comes up with like the internal politicking of hell and mm-hmm. I, I kind of dig it a whole lot.
1: Have <laughs> you read that? I um I have not. No. Um it seems like something I would like from from everything I know about it. Uh what was I going to say? Oh. Crowley is bringing people back. He's br- does he reveal why he's bringing the hunters back because it's a it's a, a little bit of a silly reason if you ask me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'd, wait, I'm trying to remember he does he wants, give it he doesn't, does cuz well, he cause he, well, he brought back Sam to keep the Sam's soul. Like he wanted he wanted to have a bargaining chip on Sam, but I forget does he say exactly why?
1: Just cuz he wants to use them to find purgatory and to like hunt the alphas and stuff. Like he's just trying to use these hunters, but it just feels like he, he's going through a lot more effort than is necessary like leave that one super hunk in hell like you don't have to deal with him he's out of your way don't bring him back to life
0: (laughs) yeah this is this is a a weird thing but i also kind of dig it like uh, as much as i've complained in the past about souls being treated as like currency like it's not quite Mm -hmm. there yet and i guess that's a slight spoiler that we're going to be dealing with some souls but like if you can't figure that out by now with the clues in front of you um but I I, I kind of dig this where this is going right now. I, I, I like this.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it sets up a, a whole lot in this episode. Much needed, I think, at this point in this in the season because as much as it's been um, it's been a bumpy ride, but mostly an enjoyable one. And as we've discussed, they're doing a lot of things. Even when they miss, it's still new. It's still interesting. You guys tried, and that's fine. Um, and now, if I think if they'd gone too much longer without really telling us much. It would have really started to drag if it was just a four more episodes of like, we don't know what's wrong with you, Sam. Like you're just acting weird. It would, it would just really start to grate, I think. And, um, this is setting up the rest of the season and it's cool with this amount of episodes that, that they're doing it because usually it's, you know, second episode. Now we have the premise for the whole season. Like we're good. Um, but this is what episode seven, seven. Yep. Yeah. So they um, they milked it a little bit longer, and I think that's okay. Uh, especially in in hindsight, I think that's okay.
0: And I think they did that specifically on purpose because uh, it's they wanted to make a like a fresh start after season five, after the build up from season one through five. Like they wanted to make a clear distinction between those two seasons, and I think they succeeded mm-hmm. at that so far. I uh, I, I don't I think uh, th- th- this still works for me a lot. Obviously, like I've really yeah. enjoyed season six so far. Um, the, the whole mystery thing must've been, and I remember it at the time being extremely frustrating to watch week to week. I think if yeah. I wasn't watching these two or three episodes at a time and sneak it ahead every once in a while, uh, I'd, I'd be a little bit more frustrated with it. So I, I was
1: very happy with this episode because we finally got answers because there was an incredible amount of frustration. Like you're saying, trying to figure out why everything felt so wrong, um, and and we got we got answers finally, and then I remember being incredibly disappointed with the following episode. Uh, yeah, it's because not it's, it's necessarily, back to <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, we finally took a step forward, and now it's like a weird step to the side. And I uh, I don't think that the next episode is is bad necessarily. We have sniper game, which is weird. There's a lot of weird things, um, but well, let's just get into it. How about that?
0: well i, I want to talk about before we move on i want to talk about two other things um sure first off when uh gwen who has not been possessed by demons is extremely upset about this whole samuel working with demons thing and taking orders from from crowley and so is dean which puts me on team gwen like i'd yeah there was gonna be like if they were trying to develop a side character at this point like i'd gwen would be my favorite uh but i don't think that actually happens um and then secondly, After Crowley leaves, uh, there's a confrontation between Dean, Sam, and Samuel. And Samuel basically says, like, you either you either have to, to shoot me or to let me go. Like, those are your choices. Like, I'm not, I'm just going to keep doing the oh, thing. That yeah. doing. <laughs> Forgot and, about uh, this scene. <laughs> and man, like as soon as he says, shoot me or let me go, like Sam immediately pulls up the gun and Dean just like, without looking, like pushes the gun away. He's like, no, 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 no. If you had a, if you yes. had a soul, you'd realize what killing our grandfather is bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and it shows, I guess he still has some something. Cause he's, I mean, maybe it's just the logical, like he betrayed us. He lied to us. Um, my survival instincts says remove this man. Uh, <laughs> it's just the most logical thing to do.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a, like, no, he's a <laughs> regular fucking Vulcan out there is what he is. He, uh, yeah,
1: he pulls that gun up fast. You're right. He I mean, quick, like he just he just, he just
0: it's just without even looking, and then like the the Dean just kind of casually putting his hand down is so good. Oh man, that stuff is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, this episode is good. I think we kind of summed it up. I just wanted to get those last two points out. So uh, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah. jump into. The next episode. The next episode we're going to cover is All Dogs Go to Heaven, written by Adam Glass, directed by Phil Sagresia. Air date is 11 12, 2010, the day before my birthday. Well, wow well. D- Dean and Sam investigate what seems to be a werewolf killing, but turns out to be a skinwalker posing as a family. <laughs> we're, right back, we're right back into it. Jesus Christ. I didn't read this. I just mm-hmm. copied and pasted. Mm-hmm. We're in it uh but turns out to be a skinwalker posing as a family dog who takes who is taking revenge on his owner's enemies after capturing the dog he turns human until salmon god this is everything tell mm-hmm. and dean that an alpha skinwalker has created many sleeper cells that will rise on yep. his command and kill their families the only way to stop the mass murders is to find finally kill the alpha all right thanks for listening to monster of the week um you can, yeah uh, see you later uh i'm not do you think this is one of these episodes that we could probably like kind of blitz through? Cause I don't, I don't know that yep. a, a blow by blow is, is really required bad. for this one. I think um,
1: the biggest disappointment for me with this episode was that I had been led to believe that uh, skinwalkers in sort of, I guess, native American lore um, were real bad, real bad mojo considered incredibly dangerous. And um, I used to read horror stories on the, uh, this B9 form. It was, uh, I probably talked about it before, but um they, they were, people would tell scary stories and, and people would talk about their skinwalker encounters and everyone always told these really creepy stories they're kind of like a creepypasta or like the no sleep whatever that stuff on reddit now it was like those type of things and mm-hmm. people made skinwalkers sound so scary to 17 year old chris i was so into that idea and i always wanted to see a horror movie that did that correctly um and this i guess probably isn't necessarily inaccurate but it like just dudes turning into dogs kind of bummed me out i wanted some real spooky scary shit <laughs>
0: and um it's it's especially cheesy once we may actually meet up with the other skinwalkers because they all turn into different versions of a dog <laughs> like, yeah i'm like no- you guys are
1: just adorable what's the <laughs> what
0: stop <laughs> there's some uh there's some weird stuff in this episode um I, I like the fact uh like they get this whole mission because they're like chilling out having some barbecue and uh crowley just shows up <laughs> <laughs> just eating a couple hogs <laughs> just keeping just you know getting some hogs done uh I don't remember if we actually talked about that, or did we just text about that? Because that's kind no, no, it's sense not whatsoever. important. It's not okay, important. Good. Um, yeah, they're just you know just chilling out, and when Crowley shows up, and basically is like, "Yeah, you're going to do this for me. You need to go." This is obviously a werewolf and a werewolf alpha, um, and Dean's like, "No, we're not going to do that." And he starts torturing Sam more or less, and says like, "You you don't understand what you have here. Like this isn't this isn't a deal. Like this is me holding your your brother's soul hostage." So yeah, that's, he's got that's like psychic soul setup.
1: power. Holding Sam hostage, like I guess that's an important detail. Um,
0: mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. just do a
1: little twist of his, like avada kedavra or something like that, and then Sam starts
0: wincing. Yep. Um, there's some there's some pretty funny uh, lines in this whole thing. Like at one point when they go to investigate something, Sam says, uh, "Like we didn't come out here to be uh, asked questions by ignorant dicks or something yeah. to like the local yeah. cops."
1: <laughs> just Sam, like, okay. We've revealed that he doesn't have a soul. Let's have him be a huge deck to everybody.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's so good. Uh, like, it's, it, he just, he just doesn't fucking care. Like, it continually has to be told by Dean, like, no, 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 we're just not going to, we're not gonna just going to go in there and murder someone or turn them over to Crowley. Like, there's a whole subplot where they think it's the, they think it's the dude. They think like it's this one guy and that guy gets killed. So he thinks it's the dude's girlfriend because they're thinking it's a werewolf this entire time. Mm-hmm. But the dude's girlfriend doesn't turn, but even before they investigate, Sam's like, "Are you willing to do it, Dean? Are you willing to put her in the trunk and deliver her to Crowley?" And Dean's like, "Can we just like <laughs> check?
1: Can we just look?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can we
1: have one whole minute before we like pull the trigger on this?
0: Why are we rushing so fast? This is ridiculous." <laughs> is there
1: I believe that there is a little comment in this about Sam being like well the last time we decided to wait on a werewolf I was in bed with her so let's Yeah,
0: try. absolutely. She he definitely talks definitely says that. I have it in my notes somewhere, but yeah, that's yeah, absolutely 100%. Um and when they finally deduce everything <laughs> that's, that's right,
1: happening I found it I found it I found it. He says cuz you know they're having this conversation about whether or not they should they should go for it and they should they should take this woman out before it's too late. And he says the last werewolf was in bed with me when she wolfed
0: out. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Oh, Sam, you fucked a werewolf. Yeah. Um don't don't you ever fucking forget it. The uh the idea and, and it turns out by the way if if you didn't get it from the intro because I kept laughing my way through it, um it wasn't the guy, it wasn't the guy's girlfriend, it was the family dog. And Chris if this mm-hmm. if one of my dogs turns out to be a skinwalker, I just I'm going to apologize like I'm so sorry that you you saw me do all of these horrible things in the privacy of my own home. Like I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just I just I'm so sorry. I don't know I don't know what to tell you. And also you're a creepy fucking weirdo and you should leave because wow. Right. After they do the reveal where he kills the dude and he stands up as like a human or whatever, the next scene is the dog like snuggling up in bed with the chick and like licking her mm-hmm. face and like laying all over her and at one point it's supposed to be cute where the dog is watching the news or whatever, but like mostly it's just fucking creepy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Way to take something pure and innocent, like a beautiful pup and make it creepy.
0: You're, you just Thanks ruined Supernatural. dogs. <laughs> Supernatural. You ruined Thanks dogs. <laughs> is this the reason everybody hates season six? Because it ruins the dogs, dogs. Yeah. forever.
1: <laughs> if My cat was a skinwalker. I'd be, I, I don't know if I'd feel like that weird about it. Cause I just talk to my cat. Like he's like a human being anyway. I'm like, Hey, mm-hmm. what's up? What's going on, man? And then he just like purrs super loud and slams into shit because he wants attention. And I'm like, all right, catch you later, buddy. My, my cat my does that, like, slam into cat.
0: stuff to, to be like, oh, that, shouldn't you be petting me? I, I'm just scratching yeah. my stuff on this box, and I'm like, fuck you, the box looks great. Box He's looks like, like, are you a good okay? Time. You, just, you just
1: body slammed that Amazon box. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you hit that thing like it owed you money, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just um, want me to pet you? Okay.
0: Knowing your, knowing your relationship with Amazon, it probably does owe the cat money somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking goddammit. Um... There's a this so they find out it's a skinwalker. There's some back and forth about like should we kill it now or should we chase it down or whatever. They end up confronting this thing and finding out about uh that it's It's basically like a planned operation. So the alpha Mm -hmm. has been recruiting like homeless people, turning them into skinwalkers and then like putting them with families as dogs so that um, when they get a signal from the alpha, they can turn back into they could they could convert the whole family into skinwalkers. So like instantly they could have an army of skinwalkers just just overnight, which is pretty fucking diabolical. It's pretty
1: goddamn diabolical, and I wish it was just like a, like a nice thing, like, hey, listen, I know you feel like you're down and out in this world. Here's, here's your, your chance for a, a lease on a new life. I'm going to turn you into a dog, and then people will love you, because everyone loves dogs. Um, but right now, you're, you're dirty, and you have no friends, so you do you want this? That sort of sounds like a good deal, but no, of course, he's a sleeper cell. And that's not to just insult homeless people in general. I'm just saying. No, not at all. Usually, yeah. usually things aren't good if you're homeless.
0: No, no, you're, you're going through a time. Like you're going through a rough time. You don't deserve that. You should. You, we, somebody should help you. We should help you. Right,
1: and they would um, definitely would if you were a dog. I'm just saying, it's not fair. It's <laughs> dogs not a comment. Are, we, to, there aren't any homeless people listening to podcasts right now, probably. But I just, you know, if you were a dog, just think about it. Just, I'm just. All I'm saying is, just think about it.
0: You know, um, this is totally off-topic, but I was reading a thread on something awful one time about this dude, and he was talking about his, uh, his addiction problems, and he was, like, bouncing from house to house. I think he was in Canada... And uh, I don't remember what the overall point of the story was, but like basically the only thing the only thing the dude had was like a backpack with some clothes in it. But he had like an iPod because this was you know before iPhones or whatever. And uh, he said he would mm-hmm. just like any chance he got would just go to someone's computer and download a shitload of iP- podcasts so that like when he was <laughs> in between places or whatever he could just have something to listen to. Like he would have something to do. So um so like if you're out there if you're homeless like man I'm, I'm sorry like let or like we'll help you out just let me know <laughs> i don't i don't know what to do i'm sorry we can help um the the plan here is so fucking ridiculous like the end game of this episode is so fucking ridiculous that it is bonkers um they're gonna let the this the skinwalker go back and meet with the alpha with the plan of killing the alpha and it <laughs> And, of course, Sam is the entire time saying, like, no, we should capture it and deliver it to Crowley so I can get my soul back. And, of course, Dean is like, if we... Even for an instant, like, if we fail at that, we're going to... It's going to convert hundreds of people into skinwalkers and they're all going to be basically dead. Is that something that's worth it? And Sam's like, I mean, no, but also I want my soul back a lot. (laughs) Like, he's completely clueless. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny.
1: He ties this line between this, like... like ditzy character and like sinister. He's like half of him is like the stereotypical dumb blonde and the other half is like just totally evil and malicious.
0: And of course this this whole thing is set up by uh like Dean with this enormous sniper rifle rifle. We haven't seen this Dude. since the um the webhead episode way back I think in yeah. season was that season 1 or 2 uh, that
1: he, season 2 I think he's about to 360 no scope some fools.
0: He is he is totally about to do that and it's Dean with the sniper and the camera shots we get. We get one of those cool zoom-in shots that we saw back yep. with Castiel when he met Crowley for Love the first it. time. We get one of those on <laughs> on the sniper rifle. It's just so ridiculous. Like, do you know any, any snipers in real life? I no I don't I can't say I do there's a dude that I know and it's 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 such a weird situation I'm not gonna name names or anything because like he's a sniper and he might kill me um but yeah <laughs> it, like it took me a while to realize like because he was in the military or whatever and like we were just like we just had like a relationship like I would help him out with computer stuff and he would help me out with like some some like like What's, how had bil- hits. <laughs> No, he would help me out with, with hits for the mob. No, he would like he would be like, oh yeah, we could totally move this electrical socket over here, or oh yeah, I can totally help you like move an outlet behind your TV so you can hang your TV up with no wires or whatever, like that kind of bullshit. Yeah, um, and it like as I was helping him with his computer stuff, he'd be like, Oh yeah, just take my password and log in. My password is sniper one. And eventually I asked and he's like, Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. And he started like telling me about all of his sniper stuff and his spotter and how many confirmed kills he has and all of the crazy shit that he's done. And I'm like, I don't, I am uncomfortable right now. (laughs) This is weird. And I don't, please don't kill me, sir. (laughs) Now we have a weird relationship, but he's a great guy. (laughs) Um, remind me after the show to show you something else. But anyway, but, uh, yeah, so, it, like, just not even knowing anything about how this works other than, like, one dude telling me. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, it's just so stupid. I don't know why I'm raving about this so much. But Dean using the sniper rifle is like, did John train him how to do that? Where did the sniper rifle come from? Like, wher- <laughs> where, did where do the you keep that? rifle come from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm so angry right now. I don't don't. There's no reason why they just wanted to do because I feel like this
1: is the time where more uh, military thriller shows were on TV stuff like Homeland um, and all these like NCIS serious intense shows were on and and Supernatural kind of apes that sort of formula a lot and they do a lot of cop procedural stuff because i think that that's kind of what was popular and it had room to to play around in those genres so they they do it sometimes and this sometimes this feels like it would be something that belongs in one of those types of shows and not in supernatural because i want them in like a spooky mansion being frightened about their feelings and ghosts.
0: Yeah, not, um, I think I think that maybe why, what sleep. what angers me about this scene too. Like it's not. It just doesn't feel like supernatural. It totally feels like a different show. It feels like fucking Homeland, like you just said. I think, mm. but I, man, I just I'm, and the whole like tense. Willie shoot. Won't he shoot? Does he have a clear shot? Dean, take mm-hmm. the shot. Take the shot. Dean, Dean, take the shot. Like right. I, uh, uh, it,
1: it would be one thing if they was like if dean like is looking through the scope and he says like can love bloom on the battlefield and then he pulls the trigger and it's like
0: oh, <laughs> <Dean Merrill. laughs> and that i can't i can't quite remember quiet's uh um but i'm sure that was pretty close <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why is your name quiet and you never show up, you just never shut up on the battlefield quiet what do you, like i just get I get that you're half naked because you drink air through your skin spoilers by the way for quiet who fucking who fucking cares uh it's because it's super dumb um but it's yeah dumb. it's very dumb but like why do you keep a humming stop humming so much quiet anyway stop uh, humming so much Dean. stop humming so much dean uh so dean doesn't take the shot and we get like this this big fight the uh the skinwalker in question saves the family who had been kidnapped at some point which yeah. we didn't really talk about too much. I think
1: Sam comes in and just like just like video games everybody in there he just goes in he's like okay bang 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 got all you all right cuz he just doesn't care anymore
0: he just he just does he doesn't not care. <laughs> we've seen we've seen um this side of Sam too like uh, at the end of season 5 when they break in yeah. to the and, and bomb that um whatever you know cure thing that had all of the virus in it or whatever. Yep.
1: Yeah, that and weird just, aspect of season five, yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that time that they committed domestic terrorism on yep. a medical supply shop, anyway. Uh, but we've seen him do this, but this feels ultra cold, right? Like, this feels like mm-hmm. he just does not give a shit. So, I, I kind of, like, now that we know that he doesn't have a soul, like, seeing these reactions and seeing the way that he is reacting to things makes a lot more sense and it's a little bit more entertaining for me. It's not just, like, why Sam? So
1: Right. As much as this is, in in some ways, kind of a nothing episode, it's not bad. It's just like here it is. They they always manage to slip in some form of characterization or or something. Like obviously, it shows this episode is showing the boys being forced to work for Crowley. Sam kind of being like, "Well, this is what we got to do." Dean being Dean, still playing by his own rules and and not willing to submit fully to something like that. Um, and then just little moments like this where. Sam is kind of just, like, a going balls to the wall in there. And uh, that's that's what always will save a Supernatural episode. That's what that's what keeps any of them, in my opinion, from being truly bad ever. Is that somehow there's always something. There's always some characterization. Even if it's just reinforcing something we always know, that's what gets me through these episodes. That's what makes them, like, rewatchable, I guess, for me. Um, is that, like, I know I'm getting something. I know I'm getting some juicy tidbit somewhere. That's why if the hunks aren't on screen, you know... Your chance of it being a good episode goes down dramatic- dramatically, unless it's the Bobby episode. But I'm rambling, yeah, so let's sure. just keep, let's keep
0: moving. Um, the, the outcome of this is that they uh, don't kill the Alpha. The Alpha gets away. Um, right? Do they kill the Alpha? I'm pretty
1: sure that the Alpha gets away.
0: I'm pretty sure the Let's, alpha gets away too, let like me the pack leader or what? Yeah, the pack leader or whatever does does not. I think they get, they get the pack leader. Dean gets the pack leader as he's about to execute the uh, our 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 skinwalker, whose name I've already forgotten. Mm. Lucky is his dog name. I don't remember his human name. Uh, but Dean hits the uh whatchamacallit, the pack leader dude, who look like a guy mm. that I've seen in every single T V show ever, but I looked him up on IMDb <laughs> and he's just like got, got bit rolls on stuff that I've never seen before. So I don't know what it is about this dude's face. He just looks like a like a just like a generic thug. He looks like a GTA plain, thug, I guess.
1: Plain man, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that was one of the roles that he played. Plain <laughs> he's, man. He's credited as plain man in the movie Avatar. How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost impressive. Uh <laughs> but and, and lucky during this process gets shot so we get this weird scene where like he shows up at the door of this poor woman's house and it's like hey let me explain i know i turned into a dog sometimes and i totally creeped out on you in the shower uh <laughs> but i really like you and uh i think we should note okay doors closing okay bye bye i'll just leave bye bye bye, bye he bye. should have
1: just he should have spun it the other way and be like listen i'm a dog who got turned into a man <laughs> i'm like
0: a prince I wasn't, so, I wasn't, oh man, that's the. that would be the best excuse ever. Like, I didn't know that I was, cre- I wasn't a man back then. I was just a, I was just a I dog. Just I loved a- you. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just an adorable puppy.
1: You can't be mad at me.
0: <laughs> and we get this super sad, like, him walking down the street in dog form and just like looking back. Did you
1: just,
0: I, I really wanted the Incredible Hulk theme music right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it sucked so because it just shows a dog walking into the middle of the street i guess to to end his life and i'm like how fucking dare you show dog for him?
0: he went dark i just figured he was like going to get a burger somewhere <laughs> he was just
1: standing in the middle of the street he was committing dog suicide and that's the darkest shit i've ever heard of
0: that's the worst kind of suicide is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> dog suicide I, I don't i don't mean to make jokes about suicide i think but yeah like it's
1: a I think Jess was getting upset when we watched this episode. She was like, it's not fair.
0: <laughs> I don't, look, I don't blame boy. her. The dog. The, I mean, like the dude is a creeper. I, I very much like the, the idea of the, the skinwalkers start as dogs and they get turned into humans. That's way better for mm-hmm. me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I wish we had that episode as opposed to this one.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and it's yeah, not even again, that. I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, you say, Hey, turn!" I I was a dog this whole time. Turns out I'm actually a prince and I'm, you freed me with true true love's kiss. I am now free from the curse and yeah. I'm human.
0: It means uh, that that means that we are destined to be together, and also that I have seen you naked in the shower many more times than you have seen me naked. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going to take some adjustment.
1: <laughs> but I was a dog, so it was fine.
0: Yeah, it was a dog. So I'd, I, mean, if I got a boner, then it didn't mean to at all.
1: Yeah, if <laughs> if my lipstick came out, it was a dog. It was dog lipstick.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is. Um, this is this is a weird this is a weird episode. I don't even yes. necessarily dislike it, Chris. Like I think it's actually no, besides yeah, the dumb fine. besides some of the dumb stuff. Like it's it's okay. And I you know they're they're kind of leaning into this alpha stuff. You can tell that like some writers are trying to play around with these ideas mm-hmm. at the, in the in, in the script room or, or whatever. Um, yeah. I, there are oh we forgot to talk about how mean Sam is to this dog when they're interrogating him. Dude, it's it's ludicrous how mean he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It is so fucking mean.
1: It's like, I, I think at a certain point, to be that mean, you actually have to have a soul, because there has to be something wrong. You have to be twisted,
0: <laughs> broken. Yeah, you have to be twisted. You have to have a soul to twist. Yeah. Uh, like, he's he's literally, uh, like, he has a ball, and he's, like, stopping this dude, interrupting this dude in the middle of a conversation. Is like, hey, 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 go fetch. And then, like this dude looks offended. I'm like, my dude, He's you like, were just on, watching man. a naked woman in the shower while you were transformed as a dog. Like you were no better than the sixth yeah. grader that turned invisible way back when. Like, right. come He's on. Like
1: I know, I know I'm a perv and also a dog, but stop treating me like a pervy dog.
0: <laughs> I know that is exactly what I am. Please treat me better than what I am. <laughs> <laughs> um the the epilogue of this episode is Sam and Dean eating some burgers in the park, and um Sam basically saying like, hey. I yep. I need to be direct with you. Like I, I don't care about anything. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. actually Sam anymore. And I, you know, I don't. I'm, I, I'm only care. I only care about you because like you have offered to help me, and I mm-hmm. I think that I should be that person again. And uh, he's he also confesses to doing a bunch of like weird shit. Like he says that he's killed a bunch of innocent people. He yeah. doesn't feel bad he's about like, it. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I, about
1: You know, that? I've done cocaine. I have. You know robbed convenience stores and I've killed people too but like it's indeed mm-hmm. like well, hold, what was that last thing what uh, was the,
0: you <laughs> could say what you fucked a dolphin excuse me <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've burned down a school you know it wasn't like one. Two, it, wasn't, it, was, <laughs> it
0: was just one school <laughs> most most of the classes were gone <laughs> um
1: Um, but yeah no he's like yeah hey i'm i'm not me i've been pretending to care about lisa and ben that's the that's the real stinger here he's like i should care but like i don't (laughs) i just really don't care about them (laughs) and like you said he he's like i care about you dean kind of because you're helping me so there's like that sort of um basic instinct sort of thing going on there not like basic instinct but like you know instincts on a basic level um and he, yeah, but he says he's done. He, he's killed people and done a lot worse. I don't know what that means. I started the apocalypse. That feels like it's worse. Uh, drank a lady. That was worse. Uh, that was a worse, werewolf, way worse.
0: Pre- can we? Uh, the, the thing that I like to bring up all the time is: are there's like four or five people that they uh, that, that had demons in their bodies, so they killed them and drained their blood into milk jugs, so that Sam could drink them to take on the devil. <laughs> just want to just want to bring bad. that up, up that uh, mass murder that they committed.
1: <laughs> I really don't that. know what he. <laughs> what he means by worse. Like what, what What do you consider worse? Like maybe he, maybe he framed an innocent man and like caused true emotional harm to people because
0: I don't know. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. Are you ready? I'm ready. He voted for fucking Bernie. That's what he did. <laughs> he, he split the fucking democratic vote. That's what he did. That was the worst possible thing that he could do. He split the goddamn vote. Sam, fucking, no. um, fucking right in vote. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> Samoda for Mickey Mouse for the
1: tenth year in a row. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I,
0: it's, yeah, it's it's weird so because he, like
1: do what he says he doesn't feel guilty. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, he he says he doesn't feel guilty, and um, he he definitely wants Dean's help to try to get back his, get his soul. Um, who is going to save yeah, like, his soul, Chris? Who
1: who's who's gonna do? It? I like the last line of um, I was that other Sam for a long time, and it was kind of harder, but there are also things that I remember. And a long pause, long dramatic pause. Let's just say I should probably go back to being him. And Dean's response to him is, that's very interesting. Well, that's a step. So, uh, we got to do what we got to do. And, and we get my brother back.
0: Yeah, it's, and that's, and that's a good ending. Like I'm, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fine. I'm, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all in. Um, i I feel weird about this episode. I always feel weird when we skip through episodes like this because I feel like mm-hmm. I'm missing something or we're not doing the episode justice, but I feel like, especially having watched it twice for, specifically for this podcast that, um, the episode didn't really do me justice. Right.
1: And um, this, we're just trying to take this curse and do something
0: good with it because this is literally is cursed. The, the cursed episode, <laughs> the cursed episode of this podcast and just do anything good with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think like this is okay. Like this is, it seems like a pretty, you know, decent mid season episode. It doesn't really go a lot of places. It's, you know this this guy's a creeper and that's kind of funny and that's really about it um mm-hmm. so yeah i don't i don't really have a lot to say about this episode i'm looking forward to next week because we get an introduction to fairies hmm. oh goodness okay yeah um do you want to do you want to get out of here like this is gonna be one of our shorter episodes except for the uh four hours of outtakes <laughs> it's gonna describe all yeah. of our cursed episode <laughs> business
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah oh, i think i'm good are you good jeremy my friend
0: I am I think I'm good for today let's uh, let's let's get out of here let's thank all of our listeners we really really appreciate yeah, thanks, you guys. we um, if you're listening and you haven't taken the time to write an iTunes review uh, I would very much encourage you to do so it, it helps the podcast out in ways that are both foreign and magical to us we don't really understand how it happens yeah. we just know that it does um, so uh, well, I can tell
1: you d- that's that iTunes won't show you any Supernatural podcasts anymore. I think I've complained about that before. You type in yeah. Supernatural, you're just getting ghost podcasts now. It's a real pain in the butt.
0: It's a pain in the butt. So any, um, if you can leave a review, that's helpful. If you can tell your Supernatural friends, that's really, really nice. Um, spread the word. I'm trying to actively like do some more work on our Tumblr. So if you have a, uh, a Tumblr that you like to, to blog from, I'm, I'm putting some stuff up on our Tumblr, which is oh god I should have prepared this before it's monster of the week podcast maybe at tumblr.com <laughs> yes uh, monster of the week podcast.tumblr.com um so if you can follow us over there I will follow you back I promise we will be muties, muties, as I like to call don't them
1: ever, don't ever don't ever say that again please
0: <laughs> we're gonna be muties, Chris Chris you and I muties,
1: Jeremy we've had a good thing going for a long time here
0: <laughs> don't blow it uh we also have an instagram and twitter and all that stuff uh more importantly we have a patreon oh yes you oh, tell that old patreon thing first. uh <laughs> that yeah patreon.com
1: slash monster of the week um we have been talking a while for the bonus episodes that we want to do i owe some people some postcards that's the thing that i gotta send out um we we have a lot coming i'm just gonna say we already have another bonus type thing planned which isn't necessarily part of the patreon but you can help us to create more of this kind of thing, if um, if you want to go over there, so and we greatly appreciate any help that anybody gives.
0: It really, really does help. Uh, Patreon has changed their like service fee agreement stuff, and uh, we're not going to get into that here. But we know that it's going to be a burden on our patrons. Believe me, if uh, if we could take those fees away from you, if we could opt in to pay those, I would do that. Um, hopefully, Patreon will do that, and it's uh, the changes they're making is specifically a burden on small donor patrons. Like if you yeah. if you patron a lot of people at the one to five dollar area, your 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 total commitment's going to go up a little bit. So I have written to Patreon to uh, ask them to reverse these changes. I would encourage you to do the same. Just write a you know a polite but maybe strongly worded email, uh, and just request them not to do this thing that's costing more people money and uh, doing it in the name of creators who like the old system. So uh, thank you if you do that and you're sticking with us, we really really appreciate it. Through that, uh, this is this has been a long admin section. Enjoy the uh, the cursed episode outtakes. I'm sure they're going to be really funny, and uh, we love you guys. We'll see you next week with another episode of Monster of the Week. Uh. I should have rewatched these last night same you know what we're gonna have fun Yeah. Um, keep it brief
1: uh, keep it light and we'll just say hey you know what I'm drinking
0: <laughs> I've been drinking I've been drinking um, I don't yeah, remember really- this hello Newman line <laughs> who <Okay>. said that <laughs> oh that was Dean 2 that guy man I, sh- I make really bad notes
1: save dude this is gonna be a disaster
0: <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow <laughs> i'll do it tomorrow i don't care because <laughs> we might need to because re- i don't mind like running through it i thought you were going to talk about uh the witcher books for some reason oh yeah yeah autumn is way into them she's like have you met unifer yet and i'm like no i haven't i mean like <laughs> yeah i've met her i've met universe so is she in the book she goes no she she just said uh um, he just said that something reminded him of Unifer and he didn't want to talk about it. So I was wondering if she was dead and I'm like, well, I've only played like the first, like, you know, maybe 10 hours of the third, of the mm-hmm. third game in the series. So like, she's in that she's not dead. So yeah. Okay, it's,
1: cool. Uh, that's the only reason I, I like Yennefer is because of her role in G- like, I don't, I don't know if I like Yennefer, but I, I ship a I shipper with Geralt. It's important. <laughs> i don't i don't care
0: um <laughs> Triss is I don't, the redhead right Yennefer yeah. is the dark-headed one yeah, yeah. okay That's i okay.
1: don't really care either i just pretend like i care a lot you,
0: you care you care a lot chris you can tell I me cares, okay. I, just, I care just, so, just so much it.
1: i care because in the witcher 2 i was all about Triss, and then i came back in the witcher 3 after reading the books and i was like i was so wrong and now i have to but double Tris. down <laughs> i have to double down on the to make up for the fact that i was a Triss fan
0: I've recorded um, a podcast about the movie get shorty. Have you ever seen the movie get shorty?
1: No, I haven't. It always comes up in my life for some reason. People are like, have you seen that? I'm like, nope, still haven't.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to like, go seek it out and watch it. Like it's not worth that, but like it, it hit in 1995, like immediately after Pulp Fiction. So like John Travolta was cool again. And like, it yeah. was one of those, like it's based on an Elmore Leonard no- novel, which I didn't mm-hmm. realize at the time. Uh, cause I didn't know who the fuck Elmore Leonard was when I was 15 years old. Um, but like it so it has a like kind of witty dialogue thing happening for it and um it's so it like ended up being like one of my favorite like movies of all time right like and mm-hmm. just but again 1995 so it's like almost 30 years old at this point um is it 30 20 years old whatever math Anyway, uh, I was on this podcast about it, and they were asking me to describe um, supernatural. Actually, I have several stories about this podcast for you. <laughs> Number one, they asked me to describe our podcast, and I was and I was telling um, Amelie about it. Amelie is this um, is I don't she works in Austin as a graphic designer or whatever, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much only familiar with. Um, uh, supernatural through like all of the weird stuff on tumblr i was like well i'm so sorry (laughs) number one i said like (laughs) it took us like it took us a minute before we like but this and i was kind of telling her like it took us a minute before we realized like we were really serious about it so we're like like goofy or girly or like fangirly about it and but we're we're very into it like but at the same time we're like we're not afraid to call it out on the thing it was just one of those things of being like sincere about the things that you like right which is, it was tied into Get Shorty because, like, as goofy as that movie is now, and it's not even really that goofy, like, it's got some good performances, but it's, it's a very silly movie to be watching in 2017, and it's, <laughs> like, but I'm still, like, sincerely into it. Like, I'm, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> then she asked me, she's like, do you remember a, um, an episode of Supernatural where, like, a biker guy gets killed by a zombie? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Like there's the zombies come back to life. He's like in his trailer, like camper thing or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, yeah, what, what, what about this particular scene? It's in the episode <laughs> of like dead, uh, dead men don't wear plaid. Like, wear mm-hmm. blood. um, and she says, well, that, that guy is my friend. I was like, really? You know this dude in real life? He's like, she's he's like, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm he's one of my good friends, been a good friend of mine for a long time. I was like, well, you can tell him for me that he wore some stupid fucking clothing. Like, I don't know what they what why they dressed him up like that. And she started laughing. She's like, Jeremy, I have to tell you, that's his real clothes. <laughs> I said, excuse me. She said, yeah, absolutely. They, apparently, when they when he came on set, he, they were like, yeah, actually, this is can we pay you just another hundred bucks so you can wear this on set? This is exactly what we were kind of looking for the, the look. And he, he was like, yeah, sure. And yeah, I was like, well, don't tell him that I said that his clothing was stupid. She goes, Oh, I'm totally going to tell him. I was fucking with him the, the, for the, for a long time. I was like, okay, cool. That's awesome. Weird connections. But. And, uh, one of the dudes that plays in get shorty is on two separate episodes of supernatural. Well, well, well,
1: more so, connections,
0: more connections. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's plan on on kicking it out one more day. That I mean, we've got we've got this week's episode done. So, um,
1: so this is for next week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because how did we
1: get caught up? We got caught up so fast. I thought we were going to stay ahead. We we missed
0: one week, Chris. (laughs) And we we had we had a buffer of two weeks, and then we missed one week. Damn it! (laughs) But that's that's no big deal. Like, um, I uh, yeah, I should be able to do it. Yeah, I think so. So, um, okay, just yeah i guess let's just plan on doing some more okay but what am i gonna do with all these bants in the meantime that we did what are you gonna do with all these what (laughs) bants oh i use your word chris (laughs) this is your word it's true i do (laughs) like that word i'm uh i'm salt reporting uh on wednesday
1: oh Yeah, making your
0: invite your high
1: school debut. Can you call yeah, it your high so- school de- or your debut into high society and see if any of the uh, girls pick up on it? It's a very, uh, very anime thing to say.
0: I'll, I'll definitely do it. I'll debut to high society. Cool. Well, yeah, let's, let's just plan on meeting up tomorrow then. And we'll watch, we'll watch some episodes in the meantime.
1: Okay. I'm just going to drink this beer and edit this podcast and
0: carry on my merry way. Carry on my wayward son. Carry on. Carry, carry on my wayward, my wayward bro. Wayward bro. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll uh, I'll holler at you later. Okay, later. Well, well, well. I cannot hear you. <laughs> Here I am. There you are. Always got to remember to mute and unmute. Rock you like a hurricane. Stop. You don't like that song. <laughs> no. I- you know, it's, it's not on your your Spotify. 2017. This is your year, whatever thing.
1: No, I don't use Spotify, so I couldn't. I couldn't play along with everybody. I was really sad.
0: Oh, that's lame. That's very very yeah. lame. <laughs> Were you just doing nothing but sleeping and gaming?
1: Pretty much. I barely. I did not leave my bedroom very often. I made breakfast, that's and nice. I left it. I just left everything else up to Jess. <laughs>
0: Did she come through though? Did she did she come through with the dinner and the lunch? Yeah, we good. Mm.
1: Hmm. No, I made lunch too. I made lunch too. <laughs> good for you. M- making some hogs? I made just like I, w- I was like yo Jess, you know it, you know what we need right now a couple hogs. She couple was like I gotta, hogs. It's a I got to go.
0: <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got to go, Gary. <laughs> I'm always worried because I I talk to Gary Butterfield so much. I'm always worried when I say make a Gary joke on this podcast. People aren't going to realize that it's it's I'm making fun of your dad, not my friend That's my dad. It's <laughs> my dad's name. Uh, he's a big big fan of Supernatural. So, so can I um can I send you a screenshot of something that happened to me today? Sure thing. Since we're talking about dads. Hold on, I, I forgot that I hadn't actually taken the screenshot yet. So, um, <laughs> me and my dad don't like text much or anything because I don't know. Like the, the, I, the dude texts a lot. Like my dad has a Snapchat, but like when I text him, he just doesn't respond. So then I just stop texting him, right? Like not trying mm-hmm. to be a dick, but like why would you? Why would you go through the effort if someone's just not going to respond to you? Right. <laughs> so we had lunch today, um, and we talked about going to see Star Wars, and I'm off. Uh, <laughs> This, like, for the rest of the year, basically. After tomorrow. So I was like, hey, yo, on Friday, uh, let's go see Star Wars. And then this this was the conversation that happened. Okay. <laughs> just, no. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so <laughs> seeing no. Pretty good seats, I can pull the trigger right now. No. No. No, like... <laughs> No like I'm surfing emoji or whatever like to, as if to say <laughs> I've I've got some plans like I'm I'm busy and granted like it's 8:45 in the morning I realize I'm proposing to go <laughs> see this movie at a ridiculous time but also like I figured that dude wanted to get like you know get gone like get you get right. it out of
1: your system right nope i guess not It's a shame that Kingdom Hearts got so crazy because there's, there's a real a real sweet story going on in that first game. You know, it's just about friendship and having a good heart. And just believe it in yourself. Just real classic classic good shit. And it's, it's funny telling Jeremy this story about how I played for Kingdom Hearts 1 for like eight hours on Saturday because I just had nothing going on. I needed to de-stress and relax. And that just ended up being what I did. And it reminded me of the day, I think I was 11 years old, (laughs) when Kingdom Hearts came out. And I got it like a couple weeks after it came out. I was super excited for it, because I loved Final Fantasy, and I was 11, so I still loved Disney a whole lot. And playing that game for so long that I almost peed my pants, because I was so excited to play it. And I just did not want to look away from my PS2. I was hooked on that. There's something about the game, as silly and ridiculous as it is. There's, there's a weird kind of like sentimentality to it. There's there's something very nice about Kingdom Hearts, as, as wacky as it is. It just make, makes me feel good inside. I think it does that for a lot of people. I think that's why people put up with the insanity of the story. Um, but there's just something like sweet. Like if you played the game the beginning area, you're running around on this little island, this cute little beach. You're just having a good time. You're like hanging out with your friends. And it has just like a nice peaceful vibe to it. And there's something about that. It's It just feels good. just feels good to play that game. And um... If you've never played Kingdom Hearts, you can pick it up on PS4 or PS3 or PS2. Any of, any of those things. Um, you can ignore some of the craziness and just play through that first game. It's actually a f- like a good video game. I mean, the story is bonkers, but like it plays well. It's an action RPG. It plays well. Um, but I th- weirdly, I think playing Kingdom Hearts by accident was like the thing I needed to make myself feel better. So, if, hey, if you're feeling down with dumps, listener, go check out Kingdom Hearts. Jeremy, I w- hope I want you to cut in simple and clean right here. When you walk away, you don't hear me say. When you walk away, you don't hear me say,
0: please, oh baby, don't go. Simple and clean is the way that you're making me feel tonight. It's hard to
1: let it go. I mean, you can keep in the part of me saying, "I know you're gonna want to," but like, drop, drop the song in. Be good for everybody. You're giving me so many things lately. You're all like me. Oh, you smiled at me. I I guess that's all I have to say. Honestly, it turns out that the, um, the real Kingdom Hearts was the friends we made along the way And I, I think that, that That meme has never been more apt Than with Kingdom Hearts going to read you a quote From Yoshinori Kitase Who is the director of um, Kingdom Hearts I believe And uh, Tetsuya Nomura Excuse me Yoshinori Kitase and Tetsuya Nomura Who worked on Kingdom Hearts So uh, Kitase said I remember Nomura-san burst into my office one day In a severe panic It was hard to get any straight answers from him He had this wild look in his eye, and he seemed to be frustrated with the limits of spoken language. Finally, he just screamed directly into my face, One day, I will make Donald Duck fight Cloud. And he ran out. We didn't see him for three weeks after that. And this is Nomura responding to that comment. No one understood back then. The cast of Final Fantasy VII are legally my children. I didn't want any of them to have to fight Donald Duck, but I had seen that it was going to come. That's the kind of absurdity that Kingdom Hearts has brought into this world. And it delighted my 11-year-old brain to no end. And I think it still does. I've only played Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. I know there's like 5,000 spinoffs that are actually part of the main story. And I, I think I'm going to try and play them all this year, because why the heck not? Um, well, there's probably a lot of reasons why not. But having only played those two games, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to love there. There's a, lot, there's a lot of heart, a lot of warmth. I think I already said all this. I'm just stoned, because I can hear Jeremy talking on the phone in the other room. He's doing a work call, so I'm here drinking some tea out of a Harry Potter mug. Talking to my good friends about Kingdom Hearts on my Supernatural podcast. What is going on in my life? I just hope that Jeremy really does take the time to show how much he cares about me. To sort of just layer in. Once I I cued in simple and clean, I hope that he just... He laid it in, and it's still playing right now, and and you all know that simple and clean is the way that you're making me feel tonight. I wonder how much crossover there is between the Kingdom Hearts fandom and the Supernatural fandom. Probably a surprising amount. Listeners of Monster of the Week, not not so sure how much those things kind of what the cross section on those is like. I mean, while we're here, I guess I can I can talk about Sora. Uh, the main character of Kingdom Hearts He's got huge shoes Huge banana feet What's going on with that? He's like, you know, 5 feet tall But he's he's wearing size 16 shoes That's the same size I wear I wear size 16 shoes They're they're big and they're cumbersome I'm only 6 feet then they don't even they, I'm 6 feet tall But those shoes don't make sense on me How do they going to make sense on 5 foot Sora? He's 14 years old What's going on with those big banana feet? Somebody tell me There's gotta be there's has gotta be some lore reasons What? To help him stand? Give him good balance? I tell you what They don't give me good balance They just help me fall upstairs a lot Gotten pretty good in my old age at not tripping over my own feet, but it still happens every once in a while, just catch me off guard. When I was in high school, college, that sort of thing, definitely embarrassed me, but at this point, you can't you just I can't be embarrassed by my own body anymore. It's I, I just gotta believe I'm just gonna believe that it's okay. If I'm I've gotten good at not falling on my face when I when I do actually trip, and you know what? That's that's gotta be worth something. My balance is pretty good, despite these hooks that are just catching on stairs taking me down. These big-ass dumbo feet. Anyway, that's just me. Okay, I'm back. Oh, hey, what's up? Sorry about that. No, it's cool. Sorry about what you're going to have to listen to when you get back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Were you talking the entire time? I I wasn't not talking. (laughs)
1: Hey, by the way, I just I just pre-ordered Shadow of the Colossus on Amazon, the special edition. Did you? Re- <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't know if you were on the lookout for that, so
0: just thought uh, you give me a heads up. You saw that I texted you that shit earlier today, right?
1: Well, that was the GameStop link. They don't have uh, Day One, delivery, so yeah. Well, Amazon probably won't have Day One. I was one about to say, either. like Amazon.
0: Why are you doing this to yourself, Chris? Um, because I have to just I have to believe. I, hey uh, Jeremy the I, true kingdom hearts are the friends we made along the way okay Can I get this, all of the special edition stuff and just order a digital copy of the game cuz that's that's where I'm at in my life like I want the shitty art shitty art book I want the folded up poster that I'll never actually use or anything but I also just want the game on my hard drive but I don't want to have to buy it twice
1: what, Well if you what, download what what it do? from if you download it from the PSN store you probably get a free theme which really you're going to look at that more than you're going to have a look at an art book
0: it better be as dope as the near theme I'm using right now, though, because the near theme is, is is pretty dope.
1: I um, I have a Dishonored Two theme. I haven't played Dishonored Two yet, but the music was really, really good <laughs> in the theme, so I just
0: used it. I think the there's there's only been two themes where I've let the music play. One was um the Day of the Tentacle that remastered oh. version that came out, which was really, really good. And then uh the Firewatch. Uh, oh, that's theme. a good one. Yeah. yeah, I love that Firewatch theme so much because it has the little birds that fly. Uh, hey,
1: can you hear me? Yeah, my I think my computer is turning off.
0: Oh no! Um, hold on. That that would be a negative thing for a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just heads up in case it like doesn't come back. Can you still hear me?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm you're you're talking.
1: Okay, my screen turned off,
0: but like, did my screen just fry? Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: This is weird. Maybe I can just change um, HDMI ports. If I need to. Super weird. No signal. Okay. Um. Give me a second. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking my headphones out just so I won't hear you. Fuck. No signal. What the
0: hell? But your computer is working. So, but your my computer's not
1: on. Yeah, I think the monitor just shit shit the bed.
0: This is going to be an interesting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to save my shit because I can't see it.
0: Um, is was I was gonna say is like audacity your active window. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because we could do like a keyboard shortcut thing, but you probably wouldn't be able to confirm that anything works. This is bogus. This is totally bogus.
1: Do I have it on the screen in here somewhere? It's like I have an old shitty monitor that I like decided not to use.
0: You want to go look for it? I'm good. I'm chill.
1: At least this is happening before the actual episode started. Yeah, let me see if I have it in here.
0: Hey, everybody. It's ITJ here. (laughs) This is the IT with Jeremy video channel. And I am here to help Chris solve his HDMI issues on his monitor. Problem number one, Chris... Why are you still using HDMI? Don't you know everybody has moved to the DVAD format? What even the fuck are you even trying to do? How are you going to miss out on all these 4800Ps if you're still using something that only supports 1440p? p? cannot believe how how much of a... That's just, just a non-tech person you are, Chris. In ITJ, we also just make fun of the people that we're helping, by the way, in case you're new to the channel. Please like and subscribe. <laughs>
1: I'm back i don't know i don't know what the fuck just happened but i'm back <laughs> <laughs> did your hdmi cable fall out it didn't i just i took it out and I put it in the other hdmi port and then nothing happened uh-huh. and i just put it back in the original one and here it is so,
0: so uh s- let's for let's for fucking record this podcast <laughs> santa is bringing uh, you a, <laughs> seriously. a, a laptop <laughs> let me let me
1: hear those sleigh bells santa because i need that <laughs> It was, it was that intro was better than the podcast.
0: <laughs> hey, the world is littered with the corpses of podcasts that we lost along the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can't, you're not going to storm the, whatever the version of whatever the podcast version of Normandy beach is and not lose some podcast along the way while why you take it. That's right. right. Like that's, that's why we have that's those right. podcast memorials in the country. That's right. To honor those podcast servicemen. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really reaching with this metaphor, <laughs> BT Dubs. Let's talk about these hunks before we lose it. Let's do it. <clears throat> How do we do this podcast, Chris? I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris I'm Mosier. this is Monster. This is Monster of the Week—a week creepy
1: but necessary podcast where we cover every episode of the TV show what? Supernatural. What's
0: up, guys? <laughs> How you doing, Chris? That's usually what we say. Yes, I do. I usually say something like that. I might mix it up just to put you. Oh, wait, you know what? Hold on. I gotta be, I'll be-, be right back.
1: Okay. When you walk away, you Please. Oh, Jeremy, don't, don't go. Simple and simple, please, please.
0: Okay, let's do the thing so that I can just uh, just ignore everything else that's happening in my life. <clears throat> sure, sure. I'm Jeremy Greer.
1: I'm Chris Mosier.
0: And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. And we're back! It feels like it's been a long time, Chris. Like, this is the weird thing with our schedule, is it feels like I haven't spoken to you or done this podcast in approximately 17 years, but like to the listeners, it's just been another seven days of their sad, miserable lives as they wait for a podcast to be released.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And We were so far ahead. we We were rocking towards season seven. And everybody else was like, can't wait to start season six. I was like, yes, see you later, chumps. And now here we are. We're just, we're just, we're caught up with everybody. Sorry, I called you guys chumps. We're just
0: (laughs) watching along with the plebes, (laughs) AKA our listeners, which we're actively (laughs) insulting right now, which I think is a good time to bring up the fact that you can pay us to do this podcast Mm -hmm. if you would like to. Patreon.com slash monster of the week. We have all kinds of cool rewards and uh, cool goals that we want to meet. Patreon has had some weird issues of late, which we're not going to get into here. But uh, if you guys could still support us, that would be really, 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 really rad and uh yeah that would that would be great and we want to thank one of our one of our early listeners one of our one of our one of our biggest supporters um is a is a lady named sneezel who uh was one of the first people to jump on the show and has been with us since the very beginning so thank you for supporting us sneezel we love you Yeah, thank you i've never met sneezel so it's really easy to say stuff like we love you even though, right. like, I think it would be a lot weirder if I had met Sneasel in person. Like, I would probably never say that to Sneasel if I met her in person. Af- without, like, sure. after having known her, like, I would have to, ha- you know, know her for a while. Yeah, what, what if I approached anybody and I,
1: and I told them that I loved them, I think I'd be in big trouble. So, with that, let's hit them with the road so far, because it's been, it's been a doozy season six. Sam is back from hell, we don't know why. Samuel, you know, Grandpa Campbell, he's back from heaven? Question mark? And we mm. don't know why. There's been some weird stuff going on in that department. Dean has been left in the dark. And most recently, Sam let Dean get turned into a vampire so they could get some info on the alpha vamp. They got that. They somehow cured Dean. And now we're left with Sam lying to basically the goddess of truth, which he's not supposed to be able to do. And we're left with uh, Dean pummeling Sam's face in because he's like, hey, you're not my brother. This is weird. And yeah, you can tell that I didn't write that down, but I feel like I still did a pretty serviceable job.
0: Chris, I have to say, I know you've been practicing removing the ums from your speech because of your other mm-hmm. podcast, uh, The Pretenders Guild. Everybody, go check that out on, up on iTunes <laughs> and uh, various other services. And I have to say, yeah, you, 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 you did a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm still trying to exercise the word like from my vocabulary. Like I and see, I just did it right there. And it's really difficult to do. So it ain't um, easy. I am confused about these two episodes so uh to to give the listeners some some background like chris mentioned earlier we were we were several episodes ahead like we wanted to get to a spot where we were we had several episodes recorded and edited and and done so that we could just kind of get ahead of everybody we wanted to we wanted to kind of be ahead of the curve for season six for a variety of reasons uh so we watched these and we had plans to record and because My house is a money pit that I'm doing nothing but sinking money into, and I have to fix it all the time. Uh, We we had to kind of delay those reasons, delay that recording, and then... Things just happened. life got in the way, right, Chris. like we just had we had an adventure yeah. <laughs> over the last few weeks. Um, not a yeah, great one a, a, but just a, a, an, adventure. an adventure into despair <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that not a particularly great thing that I like to repeat anytime soon, but what it what it means for the listeners and for us is that we f- completely forgot what these two episodes were about. <laughs> so when we did sit down, I think this was last week. We sat down to record these episodes. Like I was reading through my notes, and I don't know what it was, Chris. I didn't remember anything about these two. I just didn't. I had no idea what was going on. I've got audio from that too. That pro- some of that will probably be in the outtakes for this week. <laughs> yeah, there
1: was. Um, there, there's some pretty key moments that I definitely remember from the from these episodes, but my memory on them is is less. Uh, or it, I'm going to be less accurate, I think, than I usually am when it comes to these episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, just apologies in advance. I uh, I went back and rewatched these episodes. I was lucky enough to get home a little early tonight, so I was able to cram these two episodes in while you were cramming some dogs. So uh, I, I feel like I'm going to be a little bit, what, you don't like people, you don't like, you want me to cut that out, that you were cramming some dogs before the podcast? Oh, <laughs> leave them in, it's fine. It's, it's okay, people cram dogs all the time, and you're not alone, don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> Uh but I I think I'm gonna be a little bit more on the spot than you are, but I think we can get through this together. And I think that it's not our fault we don't particularly remember these two episodes. Uh <laughs> outside of a couple of events in the first one, which is Family Matters, I don't necessarily think a lot happens in this. Like it's it's kind of a it's kind of a just a buyer number of supernatural episodes. And yeah. I eh, I don't know. I'm not I like it. Like I'm not I don't dislike it. Let me say that. But it's it's definitely two ep- they are definitely two episodes that I could I could take or leave.
1: Yeah, for sure. There's um as much as there's big reveals going on and we should just get into it. It it's not um There's not a whole lot going on that kind of breaks the mold. So uh, with that, you want to hit us with that episode synopsis, which is really going to tell us everything that happens.
0: (laughs) Family Matters is the uh, season six, episode seven episode that we're covering today, written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin. Some two familiar names that we know from previous seasons, directed by Guy B, an unfamiliar name to us. This was aired on November 5th, 2010. Dean becomes suspicious of Samuel's motives, but Sam isn't sold on the idea that their grandfather is doing anything wrong. The brothers go along on a hunt with Samuel and the other Campbell's, but things go terribly awry. Now that is how you fucking do a synopsis. Yeah. They left out the entire whole reveal at the beginning of the episode, which I'm really proud of them for doing. I mean, like it's at the beginning too. This was a, be a this would be perfectly okay to reveal because it's one, two, three. It's my fourth note on this mm-hmm. list, and I write garbage notes. It's like one of those <laughs> notes is then. It's what happened in the then thing at the very beginning of the episode. So
1: yeah. So it has been interesting doing season six while tiptoeing around the truth, because as you know, season four, I feel like we had a little bit of that where. We knew what Sam was doing was wrong. and We knew that Ruby was bad, but we had to kind of work around that a little bit. I don't know if we did a great job of that. But with uh, Season 6, we've been trying to... I know I've been trying to to approach it from the perspective uh, of how I was when I first watched the season. Because mm-hmm. as we're going to find out, like, there's been something seriously wrong with Sam since Episode 1 of Season 6. And, and it's been reflected in just about everything i would everything go so far
0: to say that there's been something seriously wrong with season six or excuse me with sam since episode one of season one but sure go i think ahead. that's
1: probably fair yeah he, i mean i'm a whole new level of freak is you know it's a real quote mm-hmm. so it has been it's been interesting to get to this point i think that we have discussed and this has been a little bit of a topic of discussion in the discord a little bit how season six is more enjoyable on uh, a second watch because you start to understand everything that's happening you you understand what has colored the events of the first six episodes without uh damn it my computer <laughs> turned off again
0: are you serious yeah you're, you're also doing like a weird clicking thing that um i'm not sure if that's an like internet with, thing or if that's recording my, like that as well Okay. What the fuck? do you want to uh take a quick break and then just restart your computer that would help. I don't want to lose all this audio. Oh, I mean, like get your get your get your stuff back and then restart your computer. <laughs> get your signal back and then, of course, if it's if it's not saying if a signal is it your because uh, that was a good amount of time. Like, you think your screensaver is kicking in and it's not resuming from like a screensaver? I don't or know.
1: I have no. I've never had a screensaver before on this. <laughs> well, this is a disaster. We were getting into
0: it. This episode's never going to get recorded. <laughs> it's the cursed episode. It'll be fun.
1: This is a cursed episode. That's what we're going to have like title it. Just the cursed episode. Yeah, 100%. All right, I'm going to go see if I can find that other monitor. This is very silly. I'll be right back.
0: I'm chilling. Um, I suppose I should do something funny now that Chris has left, but... Um... Instead, I'm just going to be very real with you and, and tell you that my, the balance between my work life and my home life are are, are they're not balanced right now. They're they're headbutting with each each other. I have a I have a fairly important meeting tomorrow at ten thirty in the morning that I need to be at in order to ensure my financial security over the over the year 2018. Uh, like I don't know for sure that like things will, that that would will mean that. Like I don't know for sure that I'll sell this guy for 2018 tomorrow. But I do know that if I don't go, I definitely won't sell this guy. So I have to be there. But at the same time, as, as you may or may not know from me talking about it on various different casts, I'm remodeling my house right now. And, uh... Excuse me. I'm remodeling my house right now, and they're rebuilding my shower. So I, uh... Tomorrow at 9 in the morning, I have a plumber arriving, and he has to... Reinstall all of this plumbing business, um, basically like the shower hookups, and then he also has to move the shower drain because apparently it's it's too close to something I don't know I don't I don't fucking understand any of this stuff, but it has to be done. My contractor guy said like I'm not a licensed plumber, you need a guy to come out here and do that. So I, I got a guy, he's going to come out here and do it. Problem is I could I could meet him here at nine, I could tell him what to do, and then. But then it's two and a half hours to the place where the appointment is at ten thirty, so the timing doesn't really work out. So now, I really don't know what the fuck to do, and I'm just, just kind of nervous about it. And the funny thing is, like, this podcast will be out on, this Thursday, assuming, of course, Chris can get his shit together. But and so this will all have happened today is monday this will all happen tuesday so this will all be over with like by by thursday jay like the jay that you know as you're listening to this podcast this problem is already going to be solved somehow i don't i don't know what's gonna what's gonna break so uh yeah i don't i don't know Also, here's a funny story. Uh, I was going to tell Chris this, but we kind of rushed through the, the uh, our, our normal things because his computer was having problems. Uh, I went to the supply store and bought a bunch of stuff for my house. So, like, new toilets. And you can't – I don't know if you guys know this. You can't just buy a new toilet. Like, you have to buy – there's three separate components that you buy. And then uh, there's also, like, various hookups and seals and things. Um, at the same time, I bought, like, all of the new valves and, uh, you know, shower head and all that stuff that we're putting in this new shower. It gets loaded up in my truck. Uh, the guy says, like, hey, let me get that, uh, let me get your ticket. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, let me get that ticket. He says, it's in the front. Come walk with me. So I go walk with him. and I get the ticket and we review the ticket because somewhere of the stuff is on back I want make sure that I understand, like, what I need to do. Uh, jump in my truck, take off. Um, I drive for 30 minutes back to my house from supply house, get out of the truck. Realize my fucking tailgate was down the entire time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like... Just literally anything could have fallen out of my truck. Luckily, of the uh, of everything in there, only one item fell out. Uh, but unluckily, it was the most expensive item on the list, which was the shower head. So, yeah, I had to buy another shower head. But it could have been worse. Like, I could have dropped two toilets into the street. I think that would have been a big mess that I would have felt somewhat responsible for. Although, you know, I have to say, like, I definitely think that it's my fault that I didn't check my tailgate before my that's definitely that's a that's an amateur move that's not a hunt move at all but at the same time like that dude was the one loading me up so you would think that like after he loaded me up and put the last thing in he would just pop that toad to like that seems like a very like a, a like a delivery not a delivery guy but like a dude that works in a warehouse loading trucks on it seems like that would be a no brainer for him um but he didn't and yeah I had to spend an extra however much money on a new shower head. Uh, I don't know why I'm being coy about that. The shower head was $200. I don't think, I think that was what we budgeted for a shower head for whatever reason we picked all this stuff out. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll buy another one of those. So, technically, it's a $400 shower head, which would literally be probably the most expensive shower head I have ever seen before? <laughs> like I don't I don't know. They don't come with price tags a lot of the time, but like even in a nice hotel, I can't imagine them spending that much money on a shower head. I don't know. I wonder what the most expensive shower head you can buy. Let's just Google that real quick. Most expensive shower head available. Holy shit. The very first thing is from the, a link that says E-faucets, and it's $13,800. $13, Free shipping. No tax. Thank- Excellent. Thank you. Well. Chris, so, i back.
1: I'm missing the cords that I need for that other Monitor,
0: <laughs> do you want to uh kick this out till tomorrow bro i mean i've got like i was record, i was recording on both sides right like so i've got all of your audio it's it glitched a couple times but nothing that's unlistenable so like we can we can still salvage that and it'll be really funny when we put a whole episode in like a, for the first 10 minutes of an episode in an outtake that'll be a real funny thing to do yeah <laughs> and it literally will we'll just we're we'll just gonna episode.
1: call it we'll call it the cursed episode i need to get this fixed fucking asap otherwise i can't do anything I don't understand. I don't want to like, I don't want to put it to sleep. And then I might just have to restart my computer. Yeah, just restart your computer, dog. Okay. I guess I'm just going to restart my computer.
0: Okay. Um. If it, I'll hang out in discord and if it works, then yeah. Okay. If it does not work, then just text me and then we'll figure out what we're going to do from there. Okay. I'm going to stop recording now. So don't say anything funny. Okay, Chris. Can you can you hear me, Chris? Can you hear me? Hey, there you are. Yeah, I can
1: he- Discord hadn't actually opened up yet when you started talking.
0: Mm, I could hear you there for a little
1: bit. I'm saving this audio as the cursed episode part one. What's up, guys? Logged on gamer here ready to go online for some gaming, uh, you can follow me on my Twitch account at on underscore gaming. Um, as long as those freaking fascists at Twitch don't quit banning my account uh, for claiming that I own the rights to the terms online and gaming. Uh, but that is a, an issue for another day. You can follow my podcast, which is also called logged on gamer without the underscore thankfully itunes hasn't stripped me of
0: my rights yet are you um are you connected with the america line on hi i have logged online gotta watch out i was just
1: doing i was doing a whole bit outside of the podcast recording
0: so you realize that just means that you were doing a bit in your empty apartment by yourself
1: Right. I was gonna do it. I was in here, and then I had to close Discord real quick because it was being funky. And then I just started doing it, and then now, and now I'm back in. So, I mean, I knew you'd hear it eventually.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm just glad that you're logged on. That's the most important thing.
1: The thing, the so here's the thing is that I'm definitely logged on. Hold on, I have to upload a new MP3 file because somebody fucked it up this morning.
0: <laughs> it's okay, Chris. It'll be okay. Just deep it's breaths. Deep breaths. So- so at the at the last minute we're building this shower right and Mm -hmm. like it's going to be tile it's going to have a tile floor it's going to have tile walls the whole nine like it's going to be a like a like a shower um and we bought this like niche thing to put in it right so you would have like a little built-in shelf thing for sure. Which, which looks cool, right? Like that, that's dope looking. And the guy's going to like tile yeah. around it and make it look all pretty. Uh, but I was looking at it and I was like, man, that's like, that's not a lot of niche. <laughs> like there's just not a lot of, <laughs> that's maybe like three shampoo bottles and like a couple of things of soap, which is like fine for two people. But I'm thinking like, well, maybe we should put another one in. So now <laughs> you you're just
1: you starting to think like, what if I need conditioner?
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, let me see. Where's that niche? Oh, I mean, that's a pretty... It is a small niche. I am starting to worry about your shampoo because some shampoo bottles are large. I can't really gauge the depth on that niche right there.
0: Chris, I'm going to just gonna go ahead and let you know right now. Not that deep.
1: Not that little, deep. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Because I like a big <laughs> shampoo bottle. I'll use that combination shampoo conditioner, and it's big, so I don't have to buy it all the time. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I like I'm a big, fat-ass bottle. And then we're like... The option is to have, like, this, this gorgeous shower that we're building and then to hang some Rinky Deke Walmart thing off the shower head, right? <laughs> to put that in. Right. That's not great. Right. Anyway.
1: You don't need that. You're trying, yeah. to, you're trying to get your fucking horse mane uh, shampoo in there. What is Hell that stuff yeah. called? I used to, I mm-hmm. used to use that. Uh, what is no it? More mane Tears. and tail. It's called mane and tail. Here we go. Yeah. But anyway. So I'm about to leave. I put my goddamn hat on. That's the signal to everyone around me, hello. I'm no longer working. I'm wearing my hat.
0: I'm going to let you finish the story, but don't, don't pretend like we're not going to ask a lot of questions about the hat, by the way. So, but, but continue the story.
1: <laughs> so I put, my, I put my hat on, and, and then I walk away from my desk. I've got my jacket zipped up. I'm clearly done. And this motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker follows me to the bathroom. To ask me some dumbass question, and he's like, "Oh, are you going home?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, do I look like I'm going home?" Yes. Leave me alone. I'm going to take a week before I sit in traffic.
0: What could you possibly want, motherfucker? If you follow me into the bathroom to discuss work stuff, that is the most like violation. I'm gonna of, g- like it's basic yeah, human gonna- fucking decency right there. Like you just don't do that. Real close to giving him a fucking swirly. Just to show him what the deal was. <laughs> he would fucking deserve it. Does he wear glasses? Crush up his glasses and flush them down Yeah, the he load. does. That's what you have to do. <laughs> I'm sorry it was like, an accident. And then I crushed listen, them in front you, of your face as you t- begged me not to. And then flushed the remains.
1: You you made this bed and now you got to drink it. <laughs> now you got to drown in it. Like, flush the toilet on your head
0: fucking asshole follow you into so, the bathroom man like yeah. seriously i'm not i'm not into that at all
1: no neither nor am i so that's i'm, I'm gonna end it there because i could go on and on and i've complained for like seven hours on this cursed podcast here <laughs> i think we should get in we should well, get into it sooner than later before we, we lose
0: anything we should i agree but also um a hat are you are you just, in, are you in the cast of Mad Men that you wear a hat to it's wear? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is it a, no it's like is a it's uh, like a bowler hat
1: it's like a like a like a stocking cap like a, you know like a, what thing. do you mean a
0: stocking cap oh wait i forget it's that you live in the cold See, you, you have to realize like none of this shit exists in louisiana like this sure, just sure, doesn't sure, exist sure. yeah
1: yeah it snowed all weekend it's cold as heck i keep gloves in my car year round because you never know
0: oh my god seems insane i keep napkins in my car that's about it
1: <laughs> what kind of car do you
0: practical.
1: drive i drive uh, a kia uh forte it's it's new but it, I mean, it's not great but it's newer
0: ish yeah i'm, I'm not at, there's no shame man I'm, i mean i'm not it's I'm not, uh, here to, I'm not here to car shame you
1: no i think it's it's from 2015 i think so it's that's i mean
0: yeah word, word.
1: we're doing all right it's got bluetooth that's what i that's what i said when i went to the dealership give me anything with bluetooth they're like how about <laughs> this sweet rig and i was like i can't afford that
0: <laughs> yeah I won't. do you have anything that without leather seats that has bluetooth
1: yeah <laughs> I, uh, I had to just keep dropping features i really wanted something with four-wheel drive because when it snows and i still have to fucking go to work even though it's just where i'm in just snow snow land i wanted to be able to drive safely without crashing my car i drove my car through a building once because of snow not a great feeling
0: <laughs> so i, I wanted I to be kn- careful I but know- i couldn't afford it i did not know that <laughs> why did you do such yeah. a thing
1: it was, okay, I didn't actually go through the building, but I drove my car into a building because of snow. I just was trying to stop, and I couldn't because there was mm-hmm. so much ice, and my car just wouldn't stop. And I was going so fucking slow, and thankfully I was going slow. But there was a car in front of me, and I didn't want to hit the car. And so I swerved to the side thinking, I'm going to hit the sidewalk, and then my car is going to finally stop because there was mm-hmm. a big curb. I'm like, I'm going to damage my car, but at least I won't hit that guy's car and then have that whole issue. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did avoid, I did avoid hitting that guy's car. And then I just went up over the sidewalk and I went to the side of this building and thankfully it didn't cause any damage to the building. It crushed a bench that was outside of the building. Uh, And then, uh, and then a cop tried to smash my window in
0: because he (laughs) thought I was trying to flee. Bench smasher, the first of his name. (laughs)
1: This, this, this cop like started bashing my, my window to try and I guess arrest me because I just sat there like, Oh, well, okay. Uh, And then he, he came up to me and it was snowing super hard. And so I turned my car on to um, roll down my windows because I couldn't roll them down without the battery on. And I guess when I did that, he just freaked out and he started trying to break my window. And then I was like, oh, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he's "Just like, trying to flee the scene." He was like, "You're trying to flee the scene." I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm waiting for you. Like, I'm here. I cannot drive."
0: You giant deal weed. Yeah, and I had to go court police. for it,
1: but then I it was fine. I but I did have to go to court for it for like my insurance thing. It sucked.
0: It all sucked. And I
1: was like, yo, fuck winter. Fuck that guy. I I guess in the end it worked out because I didn't get in any trouble.
0: That's the most important thing. Yeah. And I'm not dead. That's also an important thing. (laughs) I would, I would appreciate if you did not die. Number two. Hey, Chris, could you do me a quick favor? Not Yeah, Shout out. What's up? Just, just, yeah, I'm trying to try not to die. These
1: people making it real hard.
0: Now, I've, got a, I've got a personal investment in you. I would rather you <laughs> not die. Just saying. Right, just saying. It. Hey, okay, and all you okay. listeners out there, that if this gets put in the outtakes, try not to die today. I would just appreciate that. Just, like, that just as a favor to me, your, your favorite podcaster, besides Chris, uh, try not to die.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Well, okay, um, so we, can you, you explain something? Bitch, can you
0: explain something to me real quick? What's up? Dad whale dad whale you don't know about dad whale you know about dad whale i mean just like so (laughs) i heard the the phrase and jake was like you need to ask your boy yeah i need to ask your boy chris and i was like okay i'll do that so here we are
1: a long long time ago on the chomp chain podcast i wrote a a quiz now we're talking like we only had two microphones for the four of us this is a long time ago and i wrote a quiz where i would describe a game really poorly and then you would have to the other the other guys would have to guess what game it was. Good stuff. And f- for one of them, I don't remember what I said, but it ended with, like, so you, you're a ghost and your dad's a whale. And then it just became this <laughs> ongoing thing that every time that I talked about this game, it was like, you're a ghost and your dad's a whale. Uh, and your dad's a whale came up more often than, than I would like to admit. Because there's just a lot of times you'd be like, yeah, you know, you get to this boss, and then, like, all of a sudden there's this big twist, and you find out your dad's a whale, and you're like, oh, my God. Um... And do you know what? Do you know what that game is?
0: I want. It's got to be a Final Fantasy game. I don't remember because it came up in context, and Jake asked me. So I don't. I don't remember if he said it was ten or eight, but he said it was the one that you were talking about all of the time. I've played ten. Final Fantasy ten is like mm-hmm. the only Final Fantasy game I've played. I don't remember a Dadwell in ten, but then I could like literally tell you two things about that, three things about that game, and none of them involved Dadwell. So I'm gonna guess eight.
1: Well, what are the two things you can tell me about Final Fantasy Ten or whatever?
0: Uh, the the ball game thing sucks. The, the yeah. blitzball or something is that uh-huh. what it's called?
1: Yes, that is what it's called.
0: Yeah, blitzball sucks. Um, there was a that really awkward laughing thing, which I think I knew about before uh-huh. I played that game. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's so much worse in context. Like I know they were like trying to like force themselves. Like I know the I like, I know both sides of it. Like it's it's ridiculous, and I know that it was supposed to be ridiculous, but it's. Even if they're supposed to be ridiculous, it's it's ridiculous. So I'm just, yeah, that's bad. And then so the, the, other, the, the okay, last ahead, thing I ahead. know is that the boss fight, the end boss is like fucking terribly hard. Like I like I think they expected me to like go grind or something, but I think I just stopped and Googled the, the ending because I didn't
1: care. <laughs> um. So yeah, the other two things you need to know about Final Fantasy X is that you're a ghost and your dad's a whale. Oh, see, because that, I don't remember being, I don't. So the you would giant think that I would bad guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: so first of all spoilers for final fantasy 10
0: <laughs> yeah, um, which came out in 2001 maybe 2001 2001 i was I'm so old. i was 10 or 11 years old when it came out
1: yeah um First of all, the laughing scene is not as bad as everybody said. I don't even care what you're saying. Yes, it's very awkward, but it makes sense. They're all fucked up. They all have, like, PTSD from what just happened. And he's like, listen, we gotta just keep trying to smile, right? Okay? And it's like, oh, shit. They're crazy now. This
0: is the justification I was trying to to head off, because I know that they were awkward and, like, everything is bad, and it was supposed to be bad. But even if it's supposed to be bad, they didn't do a good job at that either. They're bad at supposed to be bad. That's all I'm saying. Y'all
1: are just freaking haters.
0: Y'all, it's just me. I don't know anybody else that hates on that besides Shoot. the entire internet. <laughs>
1: yeah, except for the entire internet. Who's except that? Take
0: it out of context. Um,
1: but you're, you're giant, absolutely like, right.
0: We should do a podcast. I agree. Before we get into some yeah, Final the giant the tests. giant bad
1: guy thing is is a, it's like a giant evil whale, and it's also his dad. So that's that's who's the bad guy? Of Final Fantasy Eight. Um, Final Fantasy Eight. It's this sorceress called Ultimacia.
0: What's her deal? She just doesn't like the world or something?
1: Uh there's a little, <laughs> Jeremy has a whole <laughs> lot of there's a whole lot of
0: fan theories. Oh uh, give me give me a give me a two sentence like structure here. Give me a two sentence summary.
1: Uh well she's trying to control time to get back something that she lost or to control it. There's a lot of different things to to stop herself losing her power. She's trying to control all of time.
0: I'm gonna count that as one log on sentence and just stop you and say you did a good job. Mm -hmm. that's why i stopped there i have
1: so much more i could say (laughs) all right let's do this podcast before i get weird (laughs)
0: okay cool uh yeah because we have like probably four hours worth of extra content at this point Mm -hmm. i haven't actually looked but yeah
1: i don't want to (laughs) look
0: hey i I hate to break uh someone is driving on my driveway i have to be right back (laughs) Son of a gun. Cursed episode, dog. I'll be right back.
1: Cursed episode.
0: Listen to Detachable Penis. I'm not going to listen to Detachable Penis.
1: What I am going to do is read a random page um, from the supernatural novel Heart of the Dragon. Holy moly. Okay, let's see. Um, I bet none of this is going to be... Chapter 13. That's spooky. Ooh, John. Okay. John looked around at the room he'd been given at the. Emperor- <laughs> John looked around at the room he'd been given at the Emperor Norton Lodge on Ella Street. It had probably been a hotel once, but the decor looked like it was straight out of the 1960s. Were John still a teenager? That would have been fine, but times had changed, and the flower power wallpaper and garish, excuse me, garish carpet just didn't feel right. The place even had a rotary phone. John hadn't realized there were any of those left. Still, it was cheap. And that was what really mattered. I'm halfway through the fucking page, and it's just been him talking. Okay. It had been an alright... Excuse me. It had been alright at first. He and Mary had saved plenty of money, okay? So it was... Re- this is not... I want one of but our hunks. Here we go. Dad banished the spirit last time. Dean shot him a look. Emperor Norton? Sam paused before he replied. You don't know about Emperor Norton? Not unless you're talking about Art Carney's character on The Honeymooners," Dean replied. "And I don't think he even made it into I don't think he even made it to Grand High Exalted Mystic Ruler of the Raccoons." Sam laughed. "Why? That wasn't funny. I can't believe you never heard the story. Joshua Norton was a failed businessman who completely lost it. In 1859, he declared himself Norton." the first, Emperor of the United States and Protector of Mexico. He dissolved Congress, created his own currency, oh, and he also levied a fine of $25 on anyone who called the city Frisco. Dean snorted. What did he snort? Yeah, well, if we run across it, I'll give him a 20 20 and a 5. Nobody took him seriously, but everybody loved him. I guess this is Sam speaking again. And he had some good ideas. One of his decrees was that they should build the Bay Bridge and construct the BART In fact, I think I remember reading a few years back that they tried to get their bridge renamed after him. Fine, so we'll stay in the royal suite and get some Chinese food. Meanwhile, there's dinner at... Excuse me. Meanwhile, there's a diner at the next exit. It's very difficult to read because I have most of the lights off. (laughs) So my reading comprehension's just not great. That's why I do podcasts. Sam looked up and saw a blue sign that indicated what eateries were available at the upcoming exit besides the... Excuse me. Besides the diner, there were three fast food joints and a Starbucks. Apparently, Starbucks is a trademark. So you can just throw that right in your book. He was tempted to suggest that Starbucks, thanks to Dean's poker winnings, they could actually afford it. But they decided not to open that particular can of worms. They'd been back hunting together for a while now, and things were going well. What is the can of worms? But Starbucks. Like, is he gonna get diarrhea, me and because He has too much coffee anyway but the wounds were still relatively fresh it wasn't so much that Sam had started the apocalypse um (laughs) okay let me read that one again it wasn't so much that Sam had started the apocalypse no Sam thought to himself that sucks but what really hurt (laughs) it wasn't so much that Sam started the apocalypse no Sam thought to himself that sucks but what really hurt Dean was that I trusted Ruby more than I did him I lied to him and I betrayed him he should have known better if there's one thing we've got to remember it's that we're better together than we are apart yeah yeah, dodo birds so he decided he didn't need to go to starbucks <laughs> 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 Dean equates Sam wanting to go to starbucks to Sam betraying him for Ruby That's he's like I don't want to bring up starbucks again because I don't want to upset Dean he might think I'm going to betray him again he just nodded as Dean moved into the right lane. Albert was in a good mood when he woke up in that morning. Preferring a commute that only required him to go down a flight of stairs, he maintained an apartment over Shin's delight. As he came out of the bathroom, his cell phone rang. I don't know who Albert is. I'm as lost as are. At first, Albert had loved the invention of the cell phone. Mm-hmm. With cell phones, he could talk to any of his people without delay. And that had been very convenient as he had solidified his power over Tommy Shin's branch of the tri- Triads. Oh, okay. Just as Tommy had been far ahead of the old man in the exploitation of technology, Albert had become even canier in its use. Unfortunately, so had law enforcement. What does this have to do with Sam and Just as he had used the phone to maintain a constant awareness of their activities, it had become ridiculously easy for the police to track down its people as well. The disposable cell phone had alleviated the problem to a great degree easily purchased at any convenience store and impossible for the cops to tap into. So Albert changed his cell phone once a month, like clockwork. The account's Quake. Out- where are my guys? Hello? Hello? Now there's a John Winchester flashback again? Okay. Here we go. Hey, Dean, he said. I've got something that might be useful. Remember Dad mentioning that professor up in Berkeley? Yeah, I think so, Dean replied. Why? Well, he's still there. He's the assistant chair of the Asian Studies Department now. Interesting. Might be a good idea to go talk with him. Climbing off his bed, Dean shrugged. Jeremy,
0: is that you? You. What's up, my dude? I don't know if you could hear any of that. That was my neighbor. <laughs> and uh, We had that cold snap, and apparently that put his uh, orange tree into bloom. <laughs> so he was bringing, back a big, uh, bringing by a big bag of oranges. But, That's so, yeah. fucking
1: magical. <laughs>
0: That's so what happens out here, man. Like when we had chickens, I would I would bring eggs to my to my neighbors and then my neighbor like my neighbor showed up one day with just an enormous bag of cucumbers, like the biggest fucking cucumbers you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what am I supposed to do with fourteen cucumbers? I don't I don't I don't eat this much salad. Anyway. Uh just FYI, so you're gonna have
1: that. some work. You're gonna have some work cut out for you. I want you to do your best. I know you I know you don't have work, so
0: Oh yeah, I'm off I'm off tomorrow, dude. So this will probably be I left got you a- some you went you went you went hard in the paint i went i left you a sweet sweet treat <laughs> oh boy um i will probably be editing <laughs> I, this I, tomorrow i legitimately like was laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> oh good i'm very glad
1: <clears throat> okay okay
0: all right i got it uh, all right <clears throat> So they go back to Samuel's HQ and find like just a fuckload of people like where are they recruiting from <laughs>
1: like I don't know where re- they're finding all the people straight recruiting
0: from LL Bean reject models at this point cuz wow the flannel in this room <laughs> there's a lot of it
1: Um my fucking screen just turned off <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry I don't mean to laugh I'm sorry Oh my god! Oh, what do I do? Um, had it turned off? It didn't turn off at all last night.
1: I had no fucking problems up until right now.
0: Okay, so uh and it's been on for a while since like for a couple of hours.
1: It's been on for like as long as we've been recording.
0: Okay, so uh, like th- maybe are you? stepping on cables or anything by chance like is there something that could have been pulled or moved or shaken like where did you hit your desk or anything like that like i'm trying to figure out if it could be something physical that's just jiggling loose
1: i'm just chilling i didn't even move
0: (laughs) are you are you using the computer as a chair because that's sometimes a problem no i'm not and i need an allergy pill because my sinuses are going crazy
1: Dude, same, but I don't have any. <laughs> Just <kidding.
0: laughs> Be right back. Okay.
1: And now let me take you, listener, on another journey to Supernatural Bone Key, a novel based on the TV show, of course, Supernatural. Um, We're going to turn to page. Let's see. 126. When they passed the bow and whistle, Dean was surprised to see that Yafet was still there. Hey, dudes. <laughs> hey, dudes, he said. I was hoping you'd dude, show up. There's been, like, a disturbance in the force. What do you mean? Sam asked. <laughs> Construction site down on South Street. Some seriously bad shit happening down there. You'll pardon my French. Two people went in. Oh, they can swear in the novel. Two people went in. Didn't nobody come out. Cops are... <laughs> cops are there now but they won't be there forever you know hey sam said you know a cop named wow you know a cop named van montrose yeah seminal dude he's a cool cat for a pig (laughs) jesus this dialogue man you trust him that's sam talking yafet shivered well you know he's a pig man can't trust the fuzz but for fuzz he ain't bad (laughs) yafet you son of a bitch (laughs) dean figured that was as good a endorsement as they were gonna get he looked at his brother you want to check that out instead of the tour company we should do both sam said maybe split up take one each nah that never works every time we split up things get bad that's my thinking dean sam shrugged when we stick together things get bad too what difference does it make okay also fair it's not like this is a horror movie we're splitting up leads to
0: instant death dude our lives are
1: horror movies
0: i did what's up jeremy did
1: you catch the end of that
0: uh, horror, horror movies is the last th- th- thing that I heard.
1: <laughs> excellent, excellent. You ready to jump in? Let's do it.
0: We did it. We did it. We, we
1: finally did, did it. it. <laughs>